We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks! All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is September 17th, 2023, and we're back in the sanctuary for our third installation with Mr. Derek Muncy. It's Rules of Evidence Part 3. Let's fucking go. Welcome back in, Derek. Thanks for having me. Good to have you, brother. I yeah. know uh, it's a long drive for you, and we're certainly appreciative. Hell, we're, uh, we started about two hours late tonight because we were out throwing a ball around with uh, Tyler's boys and, and having a good time, so that's what it's all about, man. It's good to. It's uh, just good to see you and get back together again and have a good time it's tough growing up and everybody moving away and you know it does it getting, sucks be, be, being adults with adult responsibilities so yeah. good to have you back man it's moments like these that make me want to move back you know but there's a lot to offer where i'm at so yeah i should probably I stay there yeah plus you're what three quarters of the way through building your own house by your by yourself that's, right. that's part with of your bare fucking hands so <laughs> damn late here you know i got when i when i was here the first or second time, we were talking about you listening to music when you're walking through the bean fields or cornfields, mm -hmm. and you said that I must be listening to a lot of music. And at that time, I wasn't because most of my time was spent in heavy equipment or just clearing trees or running uh, chainsaws and shit. But lately, especially with the latest Polaris album, I've been blaring music. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody in Clayton must be back driving Back at by. it like a crack addict, baby. Yeah, they, they must be driving by like, what the fuck is going on back there? I just hear banging and screaming music. Love it. <laughs> screaming music. Sounds like some kind of devil-worshiping temple back there. <laughs> and I'm like, it's Christian rock, I swear. Yeah, I swear, it's Australian death Christian metal, okay? <laughs> Austrian Bro. death machine. Honestly, Derek, I, I don't give a fuck what you have to say, except for how do you feel about the new Polaris album? <laughs> oh, <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You, you, so you texted me. and I, I feel think, horrible for you listeners. I'm so sorry that we <laughs> sorry, just... Sorry, guys. I think, we keep well, talking you know about what? it. We haven't what, heard this point If the view. boot fits, you know? like yeah, it, it's, it. They're fucking great. Yeah. And, you, and if you don't like it, it's just because it's not your style. Yeah, That's it. For sure. Plain and simple. If you're into metalcore... Or just metal or modern metal, rock, whatever. They're fucking great, man. Yeah. You, you know what made me fall in love with Polaris? And I just told you guys earlier what my favorite song was, Voiceless. Mm. The guilt and the grief, baby. When I watched the playthrough, the mm. guitar playthrough on YouTube with Ryan both guitars. And Rick. Ryan yep. and Rick, yeah. I think the look on Jake their was face. in on that, too. I think Jake did the playthrough with them on that, didn't he? Is either that or Pray know. for Rain. Pray for Rain, something. I know he The did. look on their face when they're playing is pure enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and I hear that in their music. Now, when this album came out, I think back to a time in high school when one of our favorite bands at that time put out an album, and we were so excited, and we listened to it constantly through, and it was For We Are Many. Oh, uh, I knew that's where you were going. Yeah, I actually thought you were going to kill Switch. We lost our damn no. cool to that album. And it, it, it was something we anticipated it, it came out. Mm -hmm. We were blown away. It didn't flop. It yep. was, a, and that was before social media. Before so, social media, and it was you know. like it was something where you hit play on track one and you don't stop until it's over. Yeah, I have not felt about an album that way since that album. Yeah, yeah. The second the whole album dropped, I pushed play. It's fucking six o'clock in the morning, and I'm in the shower. 
I did not stop until the fucking album was over, and I fucking lost my cool before I even got to work that day. Yeah. I started it over before I got to work mm-hmm. that, that, that day. Like, it's seamless. Yeah. It is. It is. We think it's their best album. Preston I, and I do. I, I, I wouldn't disagree. Something that I haven't heard in a while that, that, that got me excited about the album, the intro track. Mm. Harbinger. Who's yeah. going to tell it's an intro yeah. track? Who's got intro tracks anymore? And not exactly. only is it an intro track, but it is a fucking yep. seamless. The, when, into that the single, most, when that single coil strum I was comes say the single in, coil man. Shit. What's oh. the second one? Is I'm cutting to the parasites. 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 No. 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 Second, no. second one nightmare. is Nightmare. nightmare. And yeah, then Parasites. Dude. Then Overflow. It was... Oh, then In Regards. Oh, dude. Or yeah. With Regards. Not only, not only is it <laughs> not only is it seamless, Crossfire. but the way they structured it is perfect. The word, the placement of the Every singles, track. because track. Yep. you're like Harbinger, you're like, oh fuck, this is some new shit. Seamless into something I know. You're like, oh fuck, yeah. And you're like, oh, this one's new. It's, it's oh, cool. it's something I know. <laughs> it's cool because it's it, you. You know, nowadays it feels like a lot of these bands will make albums that you can just kind of. Could, you know, me personally, yeah. we've talked about this on the show before. Tyler is always listening to an album, start to finish, track yeah. one all the way to yeah. track 10, 11, 12, 13, whatever it is. And, and me, I've always kind of one. Yeah, and me, yeah. I, I've always kind of like bounced all over the place Same. because it feels like a lot of bands, specifically in, in metal um, and, and in and rock music these days, make albums that you can kind of jump around and you can listen yeah. to what you can start wherever and just hit shuffle and it, you're not going to miss anything. This new, with with fatalism, I feel like <laughs> that album was designed specifically to be listened to from one to eleven. Yeah, um, to me, it feels much more linear yeah. than the death of me or the mortal it's, coil. It's anthology. It's it's an anthology. I don't care who Whatever you are. that means. You listen to that, the whole album, and you 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 can feel the amount of time they put into that. Yeah. yeah. They thought about that shit. You right. can't convince me otherwise. Don't fucking no. try to be humble, Polaris, and say that maybe you just... Yeah. You guys thought about that shit. You put it together. You took the time. Probably fought each you other. You made over it, it seamless. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They yeah. went to a fucking mountain retreat and wrote that yeah. record, dude. That is like, that is inspiring. That yeah. is uh, what's where's the, what's the mountain that all the UFC guys Big Bear? They, that's their version of going to Big Bear for yeah. training camp. Like you're secluded for twelve. Tom Brady weeks. did that shit in yeah. the off season, bro. That's like that's fucking inspirational for yeah. me, man. And the and, greats do shit like that. And that 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 brings me to maybe a point that we can either take off on or oh, we'll come back it. to it later. Tyler's I'm ready to move come. off of Polaris. I'm going to come. Me, <laughs> for me, and I said it in my first episode, it's a journey. I need a I need an anthem and a soundtrack for my journey. Yep. That's music to me. And something that I've realized lately, and, and some, some of it, honestly, is listening to you guys talk through your own because we're all the same age. we got. I think we're all at similar phases in life. Mm-hmm. I get... I get levels of anxiety and depression from not having a journey to be on. Mm, yeah, and, and I know that I know that Stagnant. Preston and Kyler mm. really understand this because when I was in when my whole life knowing you guys, at least you know since I've left you, uh, you I was leave. on a journey. You did leave. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> but you know, baby, come back. Yeah, think think about <laughs> me in high school. I mean. 
No one, no one trained with me. I mean, no, people did. You know why we didn't train with you? Because the first day you showed up for football <laughs> practice, but. we're in the shut up. We're in the weight room, <laughs> and you're you are cleaning like two fifty in eighth grade, screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Long but, fucking curly hair. I was on a journey. Massive. Well, and no... real quick, before you delve into that. That's why we um, didn't train with you, bro. I, I can relate only because recently I seen some post on Twitter where it was talking about m your own manhood or something. And because I've been I've been in a, a different place with myself lately, kind of doing some soul searching. And as a man, if you're not. To me, I'm starting to realize this. If you're not striving towards something, those levels of depression and anxiety set in because you're you're meant to chase after something. Yeah. There's there and not not to start preaching straight away, but yeah, there's yeah. there's a story, there's a biblical story, and we won't get into any of the details. But uh, God curses man to work the earth, and um, any listener who looks me up is going to find my my political past, but. Uh, you'll, you'll find me hanging out with a lot of libertarian folks who are about free market economics, and and that's that's what I believe in and preach in, and and you and you cannot believe it, and that that's fine. I don't really care either way. I'm kind of out of politics, and that's a I need about three more glasses of bourbon to tell you why. <laughs> but uh, we have that. I, I would always <laughs> I would How convenient. Always, I always get into conversations out with Weller. these but wait, economists about. Their, their thought is that we should encourage advancement and robotics, and we're going to get to a point in time where everyone just gets to sit around and make that art. That is the death of the American working yeah, man, bro. Exactly. There's that, but then I just have a different view of what a human is. Man, and I say man as a gender-inclusive term, is meant to toil. We are meant to work the earth. We are meant to toil. Like, you should have some amount of meaningless bullshit in your life that you have to work through every single day and this thought that you should just wake up and things should be nice and comfy and easy is complete fucking bullshit it's mm. a, it's a it's a bill of false goods that's not life if you think that your life shouldn't have any struggle then you're dead that that to me is is on dead. when i and i just said something earlier about this and i'm i'm that serious i want to die at work because i don't want to live a life where i'm not whooping ass on a consistent basis because yeah. that's and that's just me, you know, and and part of it is probably a flaw, which is another interesting thing I remember from an episode. So just so the listeners know, I listen to every episode before I come on for the season. I'm one of our one of our few uh, Patreon subscribers. Subscribe, be like me. <laughs> listen to all the episodes before you come in. Yes, be prepared to do your homework. But Tyler just brought something Don't up be on. Don't be fat I think the it's dress. the Mount Rushmore episode where that's a great episode. You say that you oh, almost great. feel like you almost feel like you're comfortable in your the the the, the issues you have. Like you want to stay there. You want to sought some help. And, oh, and, were we talking about NF? Yeah, yeah. And that resonates with me because. I, I want to make sure that that there's 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 something to distinguish there, because being comfortable with the uncomfortable, being comfortable with the toil and the difficult things in life is different than some maybe toxic state you're in. Like, yeah, you should definitely work on getting out of that. But coming to terms with what life is, I think, is important. And I think a lot of people today don't do that. They think that life is 
going to the beach and partying and promiscuity and getting drunk all the time and doing whatever bullshit. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Nope. It's Monday morning. And yep. what's the music for Monday morning? Is fucking metal. It is. Yep. It's full circle right now. Yep. The reason why I always come back Thank to you, this hard, diff, harder style of music is because one is, is genuine, it's sincere, but it's the music for Monday morning. Yeah. Because I need to be on some fucking journey. And maybe I'm broken because of it. And I think I need to stick in that broken spot. Oh, I don't think that, so. At that's, all. that's the way I think the world would look at somebody like me who says, I need to struggle. Yeah, I need I need daily struggle. And if I don't have it, you're bored. I'm depressed. Or bored, yeah. Well, even if it's not struggle, just challenge yeah. overall. So so yeah. so I have to create these artificial journeys for myself now because even after you know, I remember finishing law school and getting the job that I wanted at the firm that I wanted and I wasn't terribly happy. And I kept telling myself like there's got to be something wrong with me because this is everything I've ever wanted. What's mm. what's wrong with me? Why am I unsatisfied? So I have to plan this fucking backpacking trip to create some kind of difficult, difficult challenge in your life. Yeah. Then the next thing I know, um, starting archery because I need some kind of challenge. And then I buy this piece of land and say I'm going to build my own fucking house because I need and and. For me, I think it's, I don't want to say that, I'm coming to terms with that not being a broken state. And and coming, like, I'm getting back to a point where I can say, no, that more people should be like that. More people should be looking for difficulty in their life and finding that anthem and finding that soundtrack to get through that difficulty. There's this fucking bullshit about invisible dragons or imaginary dragons. You ever heard this before? Now here's Imagine Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> you set me up for it. You did. shit on the planet. There's this concept in like thought that, that goes, um, we come from a people who had to slay real dragons. Mm-hmm. And now that we've slayed all the real dragons, there's no more dragons to slay. We so, have to make our own dragons up. So we have to up. make imaginary dragons up to go slay. Uh, and that's where you get all this, these things that don't matter. Uh, I don't want to get too political, but these things that don't matter, that, that really don't fucking matter whatsoever. And that's the, the biggest controversy anybody can have in their life is these things that don't matter. I mean, you're yeah, I think fucking, indifference <clears throat> is yeah. one of the biggest controversies because nowadays everybody feels like you have to have a side on something. Yeah, yeah. And if you just don't give a fuck, yeah. Because people are like, well, yeah, you got to pick something. That's the most no, important no, thing in their life because it's the only source of anxiety for them. Anxiety is, to me, a good thing. I mean, mm. we, we, we're, you know, bred, we're, bred to, we're bred to be moved off of anxiety. Like, you're hungry, go find some berries. I can't find some fucking berries, go shoot a fucking deer. I can't shoot a fucking deer. That anxiety is what fuels that. So finding a way to make your anxiety productive is something I struggle with and that's, need work on. And that's the thing is you have to find a way to. That's huge, bro. You have that to, is huge. That's metal. You have right to there. find a way to weaponize yeah. your anxiety. Back to Polaris, though. Oh, and 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 back to why I'm really excited for this album. Being a young attorney who's starting to get his feet about him and build his practice, I'm finding myself in need of a new anthem for a journey. And being in the middle of building a barn, I've been staying 
So I get off of work sometime between four and six. It always depends. So I get a fucking phone call, and there goes the rest of my afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I go straight home. Felt that. I <laughs> pick up my little girl. I tell my wife probably some bullshit that she probably should get some more love out of me in between that time. And I go straight out to my barn and, and keep working. And there's nights I've been out there 11 o'clock at night by myself with lights on and and my little battery-powered radio and what's been on the fucking radio lately. <laughs> I, I, I start it from start – literally – my in-laws came down it one weekend. Old, it's the greatest 48 oh. minutes of your life every time you hear it. My in-laws Fuck came you, down Tyler. the other weekend, and they left. Fuck you, Red Beard. <laughs> I, I need to stay out by myself a little bit and get some more work done just because just it's kind of like decompression after everybody's gone. Okay, I just get to focus on my craft. And I'm up on the ladder. I'm hanging plywood, and, and I'm, I'm doing zip sheathing. It's really interesting. Zip should sp- or Huber Wood should sponsor the podcast. That'd be a good one. Mm. Uh, but uh, anybody who's building anything new, Check out Zip. It's really easy. A dumb lawyer can do it. Uh, but Those I'm, are two words that normally don't go together. <laughs> the, there's a lot of them out there. That's fair. Me. I believe that. But I'm up on the ladder. Brittany comes back around the barn and she goes, hey, do you want anything? I said, yeah, grab the radio and put something on. She goes, what do you put on? I say, search Polaris, find the new album, and just press play. Don't shuffle. <laughs> and she goes, fatalism? I said, start it. From the beginning, no shuffle. She starts it, and I'm fucking back there vibing within minutes. <laughs> Everybody Brit- comes back, try to tell me bye, and I'm like, I'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> Is Brittany mad at us for, like, just feeding into your metalheadness? I don't think so. Okay, good. Brittany, Actually, if you're listening, I'm sorry if you're upset with us. You're such a sweet gal, and I really don't want you to be I, think, I don't want you to be upset at us, but... <laughs> I actually think... Uh, she, so. Is she starting to understand it? Yeah. She, she's always, she's always been appreciative of, of my love for my kind of music. And, mm-hmm. and she actually does like some of it. Like, actually, I was planning on talking a little bit about it. But when we first met, I fell so hard for her straight away because uh, her brother's a big Red Sox fan, so I used to be. I haven't watched a fucking lick of baseball in years. Yeah, I was going to say, you were a big Sox fan in high when school. She, when we met, she bonged a beer, and I, and I told my roommate, I said, I'm going to get that girl's number. And then <laughs> uh, we whooped her ass in beer pong, me and my roommate. And uh, I, first time she comes back to my room, listening to music, she tells, I had a Red Sox. I said, oh, my brother likes Red Sox. And we started talking. Too bad sleep token wasn't a thing back there. That would <sighs> help you out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had, I had a day to remember on. That's bet. That's just and she's good. like, that's the same oh, thing. day to remember? And I'm like, wait a fucking second here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and part of it is is her brother. So thankfully, she's got a pretty cool brother. Brandon, I'm going to send this to you. You better listen, you little bitch. <laughs> you little but, yeah. uh uh, you better listen, you little bitch, you little punk ass <laughs> but, little bitch. Because Brandon is cool, he had his one of those things. You look up like what's the um, the sour bug guys? They said you know you look up to the cooler older sibling or yeah. the cooler yep, older yeah. down yep. Road. yep. So Brandon's a few years older and instilled a love for some of these things in her that I also like. So she, she is extremely understanding of all of my uh, uh, idiosyncrasies. Yes. So, like, when I... Preston, do you know what that means? <laughs> when I have I more just... context. <laughs> so, like, when I say, hey, I'm going to buy a bow and shoot bow endlessly in the backyard in our little quiet residential neighborhood for hours, she's like, okay, 
when I have to buy a smoker and, and make the best goddamn brisket in Dayton, and I'll hold you to it, uh, find a better one, uh, besides Brendan Bachman, uh, I have to do it. Or when I have to play guitar endlessly, or, or when I get obsessed with these things and have to have yeah. that journey, she kind of understands it. But if you don't, if you don't think like that, you only see it as this is taking time away from me. Mm-hmm. And I'm back on this same. That Mount Rushmore episode is great because you you hit the nail on the head for me. Like since having the kid, for the listeners, it's Metal Rushmore. Yeah, season oh. four. Go back check it out. Yeah. But since having a kid, I've re- I struggle constantly with this thought: Am I being selfish? Is my kid going to be Holy fucked up shit. if I'm not paying attention enough to this? Yep. But in the same sense, <clears throat> and having a daughter in particular changed the way I think about the world. And it's not this thing where it's like, oh, I've been such a pig, I can't think about women that way. It's not like that at all. It's I need to be a better man because I don't want my daughter to end up with some somebody equal or less than me yep i want to end up with a better guy yep or or you know it's 21st century non-binary oh god cat or whatever. here we go anyway. weaponized battle toaster yeah <laughs> anyway <laughs> i identify as a basketball so i i feel like i'm towing that Dribble line me, even please. harder Dribble me. and you probably feel the same way because like i look the way i look at women and and, and men in particular now is like I wouldn't want my daughter hanging around yeah. with you. Yeah. Bro, yep. I, you know, and I, I, I'm not going to get super deep in this, but um, as a newly single dad, um, I have really been, you know, I'm getting I'm getting adjusted to this, basically having to share my kid. Yeah. Um, and when I don't have him and he's, he's, at a, he's with his mom, um, I am like, Oh God, is he going to forget that I'm his dad, yeah. and he's going to be here in you know a night or two? So, so you got to make your you got to make your time with him more epic every time. So yeah, but but it's a struggle. It's a it's a struggle, and it's it's uh, you talked about the anxiety, and and I am still trying to figure out how do I. So like I, I um now my the, my child's mother is amazing. She's an amazing yeah. woman. She's a fantastic human being, and I you know thank the world of her. We FaceTime each other all the time when I have our 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 son and she, you know, she wants to FaceTime him or vice versa. So, um, you know, I, I make sure that I take every every opportunity that I can to do something like that when I don't have him. But it is hard when it's midnight and, you know, you're sitting in an empty house yeah. and your kid's not there and, you know, you're you're trying to figure out how do you be the absolute best dad possible. Yeah. Um, so... I have been turning to Sleep Token a lot lately, yeah. Um, just because their their lyrics just speak to me so much. So we talk about the soundtrack to your life. You talk about yeah. that, you know, a lot. Um, and, and Sleep Token has really been that for me. And trying to figure out how do I take this anxiety and weaponize it. All that. So like completely redoing my son's room and and new crib, new, you know, all of these things, and and deep cleaning the house when I can and. That way, when he's here, and you know, I've, his new favorite thing is Despicable Me. So I've got it saved. So when he's when he's at my house, I can turn that on, and we Straight can sit away. on the floor and watch Despicable Me together. And he'll laugh, and I'll laugh. We'll have a good time. And so I'm still figuring out how to just kind of bringing this whole conversation full circle about you know weaponizing your anxiety um, in, in relation to you know whatever it might be. But in this instance, I'm you know being a dad. Um, 
So that that's really speaks to me, and it goes back to the whole soundtrack thing. And every mm. every situation has its own soundtrack, oh, right? Dude, you just fed right into one of my topics. Crazy, man. bro, that every every life scenario has its own soundtrack. It and, do be like that. You know, sometimes. and Tyler, I know that you I don't know how much you want to speak on it, but I want to give you an opportunity here. You know, you've got some shit, you know, going on right now that, you know, I feel like you could speak on this topic as far as, you know, the soundtrack to where you're at right now. Um, you know, kind of trying to, we sat and talked about it while we were eating supper earlier about, Hey, you got this week off. You got so much you want to get done trying to prioritize and figure out what's important and what needs to get done. And you know, what's kind of your thought process on, on, on that. You got to think of that phrase I taught you earlier in the drive time optimism. Time (laughs) optimism. I'm fucking clueless. So so just, just stick a point in that. Uh, Stick one, of my, dagger in. one of my coworkers, I'm gonna hold my finger up. I can explain this. Drop later, the roses hold, and pick up the sword. One of my one of my Fuck. coworkers has this phrase that she always uses to describe me called "You're a time optimist." And it's like if if something takes you an hour and you got exactly an hour, you think you can get it done. But that doesn't account for the five minutes of bullshit and ten minutes of bullshit and going to the bathroom and all this other bullshit. And next thing you know, you're whittled down to thirty five fucking minutes. Yeah. But if it says an hour, I think I can get it done in an hour. Like yeah. it's this time optimism that mm-hmm. I always have. It's almost like a challenge. But anyway, the journey, the soundtrack. Two things. One, it's kind of unrelated. There's a comment on the video you posted recently. You're playing guitar, and it said, "Hey, buddy, you got to take care of yourself," kind of thing. Like you got to yeah, set that time was a cool aside. Comment your buddy had put on there. And that's Chris something Spangler or something. Oh yeah, yeah. That's so Chris, that shout out about. Chris Spangler. Chris. Uh, so when I was in the fire service, uh, Chris was my lieutenant. Um, yeah. He's a captain now. Um, Fantastic, absolute elite human being. His wife owned him and his wife owned Country Cakes and Bakes. Oh, okay. In New Holland. So, so absolutely elite human being. He's a fantastic. There's guy. something. <clears throat> shout out Chris. The, the Appreciate proper, you, bro. The proper ordering of your loves, and I'm not going to get deep down into this, is <laughs> yourself, your family. Your it's it's yourself first. Mm-hmm. You have to love yourself first because if you don't love yourself, you're, then you're not going to be able to love your spouse. Else. You're yep. not going to be able to yep. love your kids. Yep. That type of thing. Yep. So I'm always struggling yep. between. Uh, I'm always struggling between the feeling, feeling the shit, of selfishness. We're just loading him the fuck mm-hmm. up. Oh, oh, I can't wait. I, I can't wait. I'm, I love turning him loose. I'm like always, twenty minutes into an episode, well, just take the leash I'm off. I'm always struggling between the feelings. I'd of put a fucking chew in. <laughs> I'm, we, I'm made it, we made it. We made it six now. fucking minutes. Where's my fucking Well, I'm always struggling between the feeling of selfishness versus yeah. I need to be better, and, and I just all I can hope for is that is that my daughter can see and whatever other any other kids that come, my daughter can see that this is the way you should live your life, and I this hope that overcompensates for the love that I might not be able to show her twenty four seven three sixty five because I'm out. Working mm-hmm. on getting my fucking shit together too, mm-hmm. and there's something that that doing a little bit of divorce practice and and just family experiences has taught me is that kids are going to fucking understand. They're going. They're grow so up. resilient, bro. They're going to grow up and they're going to figure it out. They're going to say, "Oh, oh, maybe that's why he dude, did maybe, this." Maybe dad was right. Yeah, dude, I have been struggling so bad. Like conversations, because my parents are divorced and you know stayed together. I'm not going to air my parents' shit out here, but my parents stayed together way longer than they should have. Yeah. And, you know, my child's mother and I decided 
you know, hey, we've tried things. It's just not working. It was a very mutual civil split. Didn't want to make the same mistakes our parents <clears throat> did. So, you know, and I've, I've, I've told my dad, like, I'm so afraid that, that my son is, is going to struggle with this new schedule and, and forget that I'm his dad or forget that his mom's. And he's like, dude, you do not realize how resilient kids are. They brush this shit off like it's nothing. Yeah. They, he's like, think about how your brother, my brother was like eight years old when my parents split. He's like, think about your brother. He didn't even flinch when your mom and I split up. Yeah. Didn't even flinch. Never even, okay. You know, no big deal. So that j just, I don't want to go on a tangent, yeah. but it was just, kids that are so resilient, circles bro. back to something Chris Hollywood was talking about, and it's like, just just keep on the path. Keep doing the right thing. Keep, and it, there is whether you, whether you're religious or not, or whether you believe in anything, there is a a an order in this world that that good triumphs over evil, you know, as long as it's persistent enough. There there is there's some kind of math equation going on here. The math is mathing. The math the math do be math. Yeah, the math. Okay, do be math. that is a trend on this show. But, so don't uh, be fat two plus two equals seven. We are trending in the math. <laughs> that's why one pussy plus two pussy direction. equals a bunch of pussies. But, <laughs> I want, to, I want to circle back to something about that journey concept because I've been thinking about this a lot. And partially because I'm listening to the show. Let me go back. This was the original topic I wanted to start with, and I'm glad we got back to it. I just got to say thank you to you guys because you have revitalized my interest in music. I have always... With the exception of the last couple of years of my life leading up until when you guys start the show, there's a little window of time there. I didn't think about music the same way. I didn't think about music like I was going to school the next day to talk to Preston about why I like this new mm -hmm. fucking Breaking Benjamin or 10 Years song or whatever, or We Came as Roman song. I haven't been living like that. In fact, the last time I was introspective about my music was probably six years ago seven, five five years ago so college right yeah. after college when yeah. i was on the road for my first job i got super deep into this like midwest email punk pop newer I stuff, that. neck deep stage that was when you were doing when you were doing the political stuff yeah. you were way into that yeah. yeah and and it was just great stuff to listen to on the road that's all and and, and I, but i really like it really identified with a lot of it and to me it did something that pop punk didn't do it was deeper and more sincere than the first kind of way of a pop punk for me like it i can see that the 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 first kind of way of a pop punk was would be played at parties mm -hmm. yep. yeah Not, it's some of the best party music i, I, yeah, absolutely. I don't think you're going to hear neck deep at a party no you know? that's that's what you listen to when you're alone yeah yeah i don't think you're going to hear state champs yeah Ooh, uh, state champs, bro. Uh, God, there's one I listen Story to. Story of the year. Fucking Story of the year is good. Yep. Uh, Hawthorne Heights. I'll show you a little something real quick. While you're, while you you're think talking. Hawthorne Heights is party music, or do you think it's more? No, 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 no. They're be not alone. party music. But yeah. there's one. There's you one that Belmont. really fucking I love gets Story of the year. Oh, that's probably so, my favorite. But uh, scroll through my. I realized developing I, punk playlist oh yeah this is why i wish i had my in name. her own words dude that's who i was thinking about in her own words they are dude they they make they put me in my feels straight away straight yeah. away but uh <laughs> I, I realized that i've always been thoughtful about my music and i think that's why i've gravitated towards the music that i that i do because the styles of music that we like are genuine and 
sincere in mm-hmm. every way. Yep. There might be some corn, corn, corny concepts or corny lyrics or, or maybe some repetition, but even the most, even the most uh, derivative I Prevail song is still more genuine and sincere than anything on the pop station. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or, or to me... Hyper Fail's got some... To some me, the rap <clears throat> station, too. Because, shit, bro. Especially <laughs> nowadays. Yeah, now especially, because... I don't know, bro. Mary <laughs> J. Blodge back in the yeah. day. Well, Let's get it crunk. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's not good. It's just not... This Dude, this was... What was that? It's not a stop Family affair was like It's not as genuine. <laughs> it's not as sincere. It's not as... And, yeah. And like I said, for those however many years, I haven't been able to articulate why I like the music that I like, and I'm back. I feel like I'm back. I'm back to that point. I I'm really back to that point again. I get to. I get excited, whether or not I recommend any good shit. But I get excited sending stuff to you guys now and be like, "Hey, so, check this shit out." So you, um, you've said that, a gentleman we've mentioned before <clears throat> on the show, Dan Skinny, Dan Skinner. What up, Dan? said the same thing that we kind of reinvigorated his yeah. his love for me, bro. That that is the highest form of a compliment I think that the three of us could ever get. Oh, dude, it is and, that. And, you know, you guys, I don't know that that was the reason that we 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 have decided to be as serious about the show yeah. as we are. Indirectly, it is. But it, yeah. yeah, I think so. Like subconsciously, yeah. almost. Yeah. But that is, dude. That's it. That's yeah. like. That is my ultimate goal for this show is to inspire people to fall in love with music again or for the first time and and I don't care what your flavor is, right? I don't I don't care. You know, we we do a lot of opinionated stuff on this show, but at the end of the day, I don't give a shit what you yeah. love. If you love it, that's all I care about. Be passionate well, about it. It and it I think that's why my wife would not be mad that you guys have gotten me back I feel like I lost myself a little bit musically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys got me back on track. Yeah. Thank you. And it's not because <laughs> it's partially because Oh, you're welcome. Why well, yeah. It's partially because <laughs> <laughs> two, Sorry. <laughs> it's partially because you guys give me new stuff to look up, but also the Derek Muncy Pauls is what we call again, it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We dude. call it the Derek Muncy Pauls. Yeah. I can't remember if it was the Chris Hollywood episode or the No, it was the uh it was the uh I think nine nine seven episode. Is that what it was? The 997 like, episode? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was... Uh, oh, it's the band from Dayton that, yeah, uh, that yeah. Cody recommended. That Cody recommended. Oh, shout out, Cody. Thank you so much for coming on the yeah. show. Yes. But yeah. I paused it, looked him up, started shout it back out five up. By five. Started it back shout oh, out 5x5. Five five. Dude, 5x5. Five five. Yeah. Rips. Whoa, Gabe. dude. Shout yeah, out, Gabe. 997 Blitz. I was like, did Lincoln Park have some pissed off kid that yeah. we didn't know about? I yeah. was like, God oh, dang. That's dude. Not, it reminded me of classic like hybrid theory Lincoln yeah. Park. Yeah. That is a that is a local because, band that has some fucking gas, bro. Yeah, that has dude. some like Great Gabe, production. Bro, Gabe was sitting on a gold mine over mm-hmm. there. I was like, God dude, damn. he just and like he, he casually just, he passed just over. Like he, he was just here to chill. He's like, yeah. I he got, just like uh, casually passed over the fact that he's in this band. This. And then we get after the after the show, we listen to it. And I'm like, bro, what? Like that's the way you do it. That's the way you do it, though. Yeah, yeah. dude. He, they're thing. genuine yeah. ass like, people. Yeah, dude. Let me look it up. Yeah. Holy shit. We've had. Uh, we have been. Don't be so that guy that I always talk about. Who came up to me and is like, dude, uh, check out my music. We don't suck. I promise we don't suck. Fuck you. You suck. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Or Tyler, oh. Tyler had the one. I think it was Tyler that had the one, the point where he was, somebody had asked him to listen to something and 
it sucked. And, yeah, and, and he, he gave that? them yeah. he gave them constructive criticism, and they were fucking furious. And yeah. that, Tyler, were you the one that brought that mm-hmm. up? Like, don't ask. That's where the "don't be fat in the dress" yeah. thing came yeah. from. Well, don't don't ask for an opinion if you can't handle you can't handle the truth. <laughs> Dude, it, well, this conversation <laughs> makes me think about uh, my playlist. <clears throat> Bro, that shit so one reason I don't. I, I'm kind of like Tyler, and I ah. don't like the best of talk. Best, I, I kind of don't like that because it's always relative. Oh yeah, to what it's time also period? Yeah. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I like the rain song from Sleep Token when he he makes that comment straight away, straight out of the gate. He says something like, "For so long I have waited." That like the first and, line. Yeah, and he's like, "I basically I, I thought I've I think I've turned myself into this stoic stone." Creation. Stoic statue, stoic statue, built for nobody. For, not, yeah, 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 yeah. That's fit a great for nobody. Line, yeah. And I really, it is a great song. It's actually kind of getting me interested in Sleep Token. I'm still not 100 percent on them yet. Me and Tyler have been. That being Choo-choo. said, riding the fucking Sleep Token train, it's always, bro. Like when when you say something like, "What's the best song lyrically?" It's always based on what you're going, what journey yeah. you're on at yeah. that yeah. time. It is. Yep. That might like, be. And that that was my topic, I think, and that 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 might be the most subjective one of all, like, of of like what is the great well, who the fuck it depends on who it is who you're asking who what the best yeah. lyrically you know there's, written song is. There's some days and times in my life when I can think to five twelve from novelist being oh, my favorite oh, lyric twelve and, it, and it's just it mm. and honestly I don't give a fuck what. Mm. I got another topic about this. It's in my it's in my notes, but mm. we'll come back to it. But I don't, I don't care what the fuck they say. There's just a few spots that, hey, Tyler, that I get that shit just hit me. Oh, this reeled me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a few spots where in that song, I'm like, this is the fucking greatest thing ever. Especially yeah. when the lady comes in. Yeah, like, fuck well. when the lady comes in. <laughs> I'm uh, like, fuck. Take me away. I gotta stop and pause. Because I've been thinking about this. What's the perfect song for me? The perfect song for me is not Rage, Rage, Rage for four and a half minutes. Yeah. Adrenaline by Becoming it's, the Bull? It, uh, no, it's Adrenaline Adrenal, by mean? 12 oh, Stones. 12, 12 Stones, Stone. that's right. Mm. That's not a Trey. Oh, dude, I got another topic. Of, I got no, another Becoming the Bull. I'm sorry, it's an Trey song. Yeah. All right, people, you better be ready for about five hours. Sorry, Brit, I'm not going to be home to one. <laughs> Brit, we're sorry. But, um... I was drunk as What's shit at your wedding. Song <laughs> What's drunk the as song fuck. For me? I want to rage, 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 and build up, and then I want to be—I want to be moved like I'm in a Southern Baptist church with my hands up, being lifted up into space. Mm-hmm. That's to me the the feeling I'm chasing yep. all the time. I think that's why I like Soup Token so much. Because you're because like, they just you you like you almost have to put your hands up to be like ah you gotta feel it man like like uh, Tyler you've been really quiet uh, bro yeah he's got I a lot just, to say I just want to turn you loose well I really want to turn you loose I, I kind well what he just showed me is how I listen to music I don't I with the exception of a few I don't listen to albums straight through. I pick out songs, and here's yeah. here's here's what happens. That's when we have. I it. normally listen to albums, but recently yeah. because I've added so much random shit to my phone, and I can't remember names of bands and songs very well, I'm like, well, let me start moving these bands and some of these songs I add to certain playlists yeah. when I add them to my library, so that 
I can go to these playlists and feel like, you know, I want to listen to some punk or I want to listen to some alternative or whatever. I'm losing my hair. That's why he's laughing. But uh, his hairline that, lines over the ear. That's, that's a recent thing. The yeah. punk playlist is really the only one that's gotten, you know, some some headway. Yeah, I got uh, three hours worth of so, music in this, and it's nowhere near done. The all alternative playlist has started to make some headway, but this is a new thing. By for alternative, me. are we talking like Fuel, like Lifehouse, like Matchbox? No, like, what do you mean more by like uh, movements? Movement, balance, and composure. Yeah. Carnival. Uh, no, none of that kind of stuff. That'll well, that'll go into something else. I got a punk. I got I got two different punk playlists. I got a classic punk pop playlist like Blink, um, Newfound Glory. Oh. I thought about I splitting it up like that, and then I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna just put it." Then all I on have one, one called uh, Shredded Nar. And Shredded Nar, that. yeah. Shred it. That's, it. that's the playlist I play when I am on the road. That's that's my neck deep playlist. Like it's got to be neck deep esque, like that that type. The Midwest yeah. emo, more modern pop punk style. Mm-hmm. Uh, State champs, mm-hmm. state champs, words, bro. Let's deep, go. Story of the year. Story of the year. Those type of bands. And then um, I have one that's just music that I'm working out to. Do you have a butt rock playlist? Uh, no. So here's where I get my butt rock fix. So here, so here's how I listen to music. You guys have already alluded to what I do when I watch the show. I've kind of always, especially since streaming has become, I'll tell you when I started in high school, before I had an Android, because when, then when I got an Android, I just always downloaded free apps and download free music all the time. Yeah. Well, my mom, I think, saw the writing on the wall and knew that I needed to be able to get large quantities of music and instantly accessible like so she i wasn't gonna buy a bunch of like itunes cards or anything like that so she let me download she let me get this subscription that's called like e-music or something like that basically you pay a subscription every month and you get a certain amount of downloads okay the problem was it didn't have all of the mainstream shit this is how i find evans blue Mm. Okay. Because they'll have clip. It had clips of Clint? every. No, it had clips oh. of every popular song you can think of. You have to fart, bro. but you couldn't download yeah, it. Like I you couldn't. You couldn't. Like the subscription that I me. paid for didn't apply to all the good shit or the the common shit. Like so, I go, hey, I want to listen to Stained. I couldn't download the song, but hey, try out Evans Blue. I'm like, oh, that shit slaps. That one album they have with the butterfly, yeah. uh, chick with like butterfly wings. Oh, that oh, album. Yeah. That was great. Raise album. your hands into the sky. Oh, dude. Uh, the submerged. That was beautiful. You ever hear Submerged? That was beautiful. Is it off that album? No, it's a different no. band. Or Flaw. I've heard of Flaw, yeah. Or Five Bolt Main. Oh, Five Bolt Main. Dude, I had two songs from Five Bolt Main that I played on repeat all the time. Fucking Five Bolt Main. Oh, Preston, how, you remember them? Oh, yeah. Five that's, Bolt Main. That's how I got That takes into, me back to like sophomore year, bro. Yeah, yeah, like that, when I was like trans... But, sophomore year when I'm transitioning from like what we call boomer core to crab core. I just realized like, something. I keep... Five um, Bolt Main was like one of the... Switchfoot. You remember Switchfoot? Oh, Switchfoot. Like there um, was just certain bands that I remember being like the middle point between... Boomer core to crab core. Well, I got into all these bands that were not popular on the radio, but still kind of played that kind of butt rock music. 
Where was I going with that conversation? <laughs> anyway, I want to go back to how I listen to music, though. Oh, yeah, it starts. It started for me then. Like, I hear something. I'm going to download one or two songs, and then I'm going to go back and explore the rest of your catalog to see if there's anything else I want out of it. That's so, kind of how Tyler listens to music. So, well, kind of. I got to go inside for a bit, and then when I come back out, uh, you're going to go I'll, deep. I'll, I'll you got to poop, in. don't you? You got to drop the kids you off. You got to poop, pool. don't you? No, yeah. I got to take care of kids. Oh, oh. He's you got to make sure they're not dropped off. At we the got pool. kiddos, people. Anyway, yeah. we're 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 almost thirty. We you, have you children. Say, <laughs> you guys say, oh, uh, check out Bill Murray. Okay, I go I go to Bill Murray's page. I click on the first or second song. If I like it, I save it to my my catch all yeah. playlist. Yep. My like songs. Yep. And on my like songs, I was say you're a Spotify guy. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I test everything out there. So what I do is I'll be like, okay, I kind of like this. I'm going to go back and explore it or it just kind of stays there. And, and generally, I'll shuffle through. So when you listen to my like songs, you're going to hear everything from fucking what Tyler's kids like, Marshmallow and that type of shit. Mm -hmm. my, my wife and her brother like that type of shit. You're going to hear Childers. Oh, dude, I can go down a rabbit hole with that style of music, not necessarily Childers. Bluegrass. Anymore, but yeah. Appalachian bluegrass. Mount, yeah, white, white. Poor white mountain people music yeah, is yeah, what yeah. I'm about. Yeah. Uh, Logan, I love poor white mountain. Logan poor white mountain people. Logan yep. Halstead. Yeah, I've heard of him. Oh, dude. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, there's a yeah. guy from Wilmington, too, who's who's kind of blowing up a little bit. He just signed a record deal. Sell his out. His name is... <laughs> well, his name is... Fuck. Nolan <laughs> Taylor. Okay. Nolan Taylor. He's got a song about Route 68. Oh, 68. I hate driving on 68, bro. So did he. <laughs> Dude, you so listen. did he. Hey, I'm going to tell you what. Six, that song changed my fucking life. Mm. Really? Okay. I, I don't know if I can be that dramatic, but I was like, holy shit. He lives right down the road. Yeah. And one of the guys I work with grew up with him. Anyway. Um, I, I feel stuff out on my like songs and then it starts falling into my playlist. And then that's where moods get refined. So yeah. here's yeah. the, we, we, I, we haven't had this conversation, but it's, it's an interesting one. The Spotify versus Apple music. thing. That's on my fucking list. <laughs> it is. It's on the, it's on the, the, yeah, the notes. The list. Nice. So the, the Spotify, so my, my opinion on the spot, so I'm an Apple music guy. The, the, my opinion on the Spotify versus Apple music thing is like, I think Spotify, God, my triceps hurt so bad, bro. I just went like this and they start hurting. And so I'm apologize to the listeners. I have extremely bad allergies Ugh. and I keep sniffling and, and I'm nasally. So I apologize for that. It's all good. It's all good. I just groaned because my triceps are sore. Um, I feel like Spotify is is great for finding those diamonds in the rough, right? The the uh, hidden gems, if you will, where you're just kind of shuffling through a recommended playlist that Spotify throws out there to you, um, and you're like, oh, I like that band. I like this band. So I think Spotify is great for finding um, new music without trying, but Apple Music is great from the standpoint of I know what I fucking like, Here's what I like. It's all right here. I don't have to go searching for it. It's right the yeah. fuck here. 
And then if I'm interested in finding something new, I click on the band that I want to find something similar to, and I scroll down, and there's similar artists. And it'll show me 10 or 12 different bands yeah. um, you- that I that I, I might not have heard before that I click on. Like, Tyler's really, really good about that, where he'll go down to similar artists and be like, oh, okay, well, let's try this. And then he'll yeah. go and start listening to their shit. And what I do on Apple Music is the way Apple does it, when you click on an artist page, it goes to this page in the very top, like the very top has their newest shit, whatever is the latest release stuff. And then if you there, you down a little bit, there's something that says top songs. It's so their songs that are streamed most the most. Popular so the most, that's yeah. where I start. Yeah. Cause I'm like, well, if it's the most popular, it must be some of their best stuff. So I'll listen to that. And if I like it, then I'll go back and I'll try to find their diamonds in the rough. Let's press pause. Pause. I rarely like the top two or three songs on a, on a band's page. When I first go to the page, so let's say first time I ever listen to Sleep Token, I I won't go click on number one, number two. I'm going to go click on number three, four, or I'm mm. just going to hit shuffle and see what pops up. Yeah. Because I have never liked the most popular song the hits. of any band. Yeah. I, I don't want to say that. Have never. Because they're usually their most quote unquote mainstream. Yeah. It's their most basic. Verse, chorus, verse, chorus, yeah. bridge, breakdown kind of it's shit. It's never my favorite shit. Yeah. Never. Like I like the deep tracks. Like, yeah, Voiceless is not one of Polaris's oh, most popular songs. Right. Right. It is hands down my favorite song. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. Uh, that that was the song. So that's they dropped that EP in what like 14, 16, 15, 16? sixteen. I think that EP. Oh, yeah. Like I heard Dichotomy. And thought it was pretty good, but then I heard sixteen, yeah. Then I heard the guilt and the grief from Preston found him because of Ryan's a YouTube, YouTube video. He did video. for Positive Grid. Speaking of that, video. this is the perfect time to go ahead and take a break. We'll be right back. All right, boys and girls, this episode is sponsored by nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Because Positive Grid won't return my damn email. Because Positive Grid won't return my lawyer's email. So, shout out Positive Grid. I, I really would love to work with you guys and gals. Um, we we we. Uh, it's tone I think on demand. It is tone on demand. I think we all um, have become better guitar players because of Positive Grid products. Yeah. Um, and Positive Grid products is one of the, actually the reason why Preston and I Preston came across Polaris, yeah. which led yep. me. To to become wow. a Polaris fan, so yeah. How it, could you hear this as an executive at Positive <laughs> and yeah. not be like, D, this is a cool story." So it's it's cool to have literally our 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 lawyer be on the on the show because he has sent out uh, some stuff to yeah. Positive Grid to uh, you know hopefully get get us sponsored by by them because listen, in in all honesty, we would love to promote your product. Um, on every episode because we we believe in it that much. I, well, you I think do already. So we do, we do. We're just doing it for free. So that's well, probably yeah, why we're, we're not, not responding doing it anymore. We're not doing it anymore. It ends now for free. <laughs> yeah. You want us to fucking talk about it's a your shit? Fantastic product, but we're done talking about if it. If I don't for hear free. from you in and a week, specifically, I'm we are talking about the Spark. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So, have you guys used any of the other stuff? I haven't. No, so, they have a bunch listen, of plugins this is, this, and everything this is else. Really interesting. But. Ryan, Ryan, and Rick did. I know that Ryan and Rick from. I mean, obviously Ryan's passed now, but they they use a lot of Positive Grid products. So, I actually looked up their entire setup. Yeah, before. they got some cool shit. Yeah, but they gave options for how to compensate, 
when you they, they have like a media inquiry like form. Mm-hmm. compensate or like compensate he, yeah the first one okay uh anyone who is uh just listening like me on patreon so subscribe on patreon so you five dollars a month you pussies get on there uh kyler uh Alluded to alluded to something that (laughs) (laughs) Kyler alluded to compensate as in something that you would say that a guy with a huge lifted truck does. A very short gentleman. Yep. Yeah. There's like that guy's compensating. (laughs) What I mean is how they're gonna pay us. And uh pay you, not pay me, pay you. Which makes us pay you. Yeah. Well because you would have got the ad. (laughs) So yes. (laughs) So they said we can either give you money or we can give you stuff, basically. And I'm like I'm sure they would be fine with getting stuff. I think we'd rather have the stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck your money. Give me your yeah, stuff. I'd yeah, I'd rather have the stuff. To be honest with you, I make I I, I have a pretty good job. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm gonna send you another email. Positive grid. Yeah. Uh, We're after your ass. Yeah. So you sponsor guys, the Screaming yeah. Idiot Show, please. So there, if you had any questions, uh, positive, grid, uh, we want stuff. Yes, we uh, want stuff. The money. You can keep the money. Just give us stuff. How the hell did we get on that? I don't even. It, it, Ryan the, and the guilt and the grief. Ryan and the guilt and the grief. You were talking voiceless. about voiceless. Voiceless. Yeah. And before oh, that, dude. it was. Hold your. Oh, dude. God dang it! You're you 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 social no you hypocrites and social hypochondriacs, isn't that? Or you, Sounds right. Is that what they say? That's like the that's a fucking dope line there. So that was another thing. I, I don't mean to take you off off the rails again and get back to Polaris, but lyrically, fatalism, mind blowing, bro. Mind blowing how oh. incredibly vocally written that song is and performed. Best vocal performance they've ever oh, done. Yeah. They've, Jamie and Jake have evolved. We've talked. I, we're, we're, I don't want to beat this dead horse because our, our our listeners have had to listen to us talk about. To our show I'm still stuck between it, but... Fault Line and um, After Touch. In regards, uh, the the slower one uh, with with, with regards or with regards in regards or... is it with, with regards with regards yeah. I was stuck Far between those two. Away. Yeah, that yeah. punky like. Oh, mm-hmm. dude! But then it gets so heavy too. Mm-hmm. Parasites, bro. Parasites That's is great. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 2023 consume. Dude, Parasites had me about or to wreck on the way to work because it has that like hardcoreish feel of hypermania. Yeah, it it, it got me. Oh, I know. Really excited on the way to work, and I think it was just the riff. The way the riff hit me at that point in time in the morning was yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nuts. Uh, but. Yeah, the Spotify versus yeah. Apple thing. I think it just comes down to... <laughs> That's how we got there. Yeah. I think, <laughs> good thing I have a halfway decent... See, my ears are as big as an elephant, so yeah. I have their memory. Just keeps um, it in there. Well, that's why I have long hair, because they kind of like lay, you know, it kind of like lays on it, so my ears don't look nearly don't as big. Don't quite as big, yeah. yeah. I'm doomed to be single forever. It's I, fine. Just, <laughs> I just feel like, and I haven't given it enough time, but like my wife has Spotify, I have Apple Music. Really? Sydney's yeah. a Spotify. Yeah, okay. and she used to have Apple Music, but I didn't like, know that. The Spotify Every charge time, is there a is there a fee for you that? You can get it for free, but I pay so I can listen to Rogan for free. All the what time. is the charge for that? I don't you're good. keep your thoughts. You're good. Okay, so that's what Apple Music is. Something like so that. So it's the yeah. same. Okay, I knew it had to be competitive. Anytime yeah. I've ever messed with Spotify, it always felt like I'm I'm struggling to get to what I want. Yeah, for some that's reason. why I struggle with Spotify. I'm like, I know what the fuck I want. Yeah. Why can't I have it? I think that's now? the difference. Like, why I, can't I just pull up this fucking album? God why damn, dude, just, this is a yeah. perfect metaphor. It pulls up twelve playlists. And yeah, I'm like, and I'm like, I, I don't just want, want a playlist. I want I, this song off this album. I, I kind of fuck around with people and say like, metal music's like IPAs. Like it's an acquired taste in a lot of ways. Oh, so yeah. is Spotify the same way? Well, no, I mean, uh, well, it just. Get, I think I like Spotify for the same reasons I like trying different beers. 
I'm an explorer. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. want to feel it out. Yeah. I want yeah. you to I want you to show me something and then I want to figure out, hey, I kinda like this or hey, yeah. I don't like this. Yeah. I get that. And I tell people all the time that metal in particular is almost like is almost like the craft beer industry because yeah. everybody mm-hmm. has a, a staple or two that they're born liking. You know, like for me, uh, for some reason, uh, my white trash ass side of the family really likes uh, PBR, and so do I. Love PBR. So Love PBR. When I first started drinking Good beer, beer, the first time I had a PBR, I was like, am I an alcoholic? <laughs> because usually because most I, people that drink PBR are alcoholics. Yeah, I was like, yes. this tastes really good. Yeah. Is something wrong with me? Am I, reti- am I an alcoholic? He almost said, am I, I retarded? I've said it before. I've said it before on the show. I don't am care. Am I going to drink this? And oh, oh, what's the uh, uh, South Park? I'm white trash and I'm in trouble. But that's how people drink beer. You know, you always have one or two that everyone's going to like the first time they ever have it. We drink bourbon around here, yeah. so. But the first time I had an IPA, hated it. Mm-hmm. Tastes like IPA. The, I remember him and I got an IPA one time when we were like right <laughs> out of high school. Drinking tree bark, <laughs> bro. It tasted like like rotten Reggie ass weed. <laughs> it tastes Dude. like somebody had ground up What's Reggie ass weed first. First, blended hey, it, put some water with it, threw some alcohol in it, put it in a bottle. That's what it tastes like. Chris Hankey and I in college shared our first IPAs. It was Psychopathy from Rheingeist because his mom used to bring it up to us. He's a Mueller guy. Mueller sucks, by the way. Um, hey, that's where Sam Hubbard's from. Exactly. Shout out Sam Hubbard. Shout well, out the Bengals. They hey, suck dicks. Yeah, quit losing, guys. Well, anyway, they lost again today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They fucking suck. Bro. Anyway, 27-17. I had it, and I was like, this is complete trash then i go trash. To, then i go to this craft brew fest with my Garbage. brother-in-law and it was fucking history pac-man <laughs> shout out pac-man well <laughs> i liked a lot of stouts i've always liked stouts i've always liked reds and ambers and shit mm-hmm. like that you like there Guinness? You that fucking motor oil oh, shit fuck yeah, dude. oh yeah, Michelob amberbach but now that oh, one goes hard amberbach is so good we used to drink cold. that shit like fucking crazy anyway, one day I had an IPA and it was the juiciest, most citrusy, tastiest Ooh, thing I've like ever 8% had. Like 8% alcohol. Like fucking orange Long juice. <laughs> like orange juice in the morning when you're a little dehydrated still. Just quenched my thirst. Yeah. And I was like, whatever that was, I'm going to trace it. I'm going to track am it. I, am I an alcoholic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, usually this show is about like people kicking their substance abuse, not starting it. God damn, I'm fucking running the truth. Listen, we have to appease, we have to appease everybody here. <laughs> this reminds me of a really fucking funny story I got to come back to. <laughs> but you start chasing the flavor, and then you get deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into that, that quest for that first juicy kiss you had. And now mm-hmm. I like my IPA so fucking piney, it tastes like I'm licking the underside of the lawnmower after you ran over the <laughs> <pine cone. laughs> That's That's the beer I drink. Gamma Bomb from Warpwing. <laughs> oh, dude, if you guys are in Dayton, Ohio, go to Warpwing, get yourself a Gamma Bomb classic I've heard of that. IPA. Gamma it bomb. is tasty. Now, let me tell you tasty. something else about it. It is tasty. Let me tell you something else about Warped Wing. Warped Wing is a craft brewery in Dayton, Ohio, and I've, I've said it yep. before and I'll say it again. Uh, band shout out, Navery. Mm. Navery like Knights and Knaves. Knaves K N A V E R Y. Like it's yeah. a Dayton punk pop band that fucking slaps. Okay. okay, 
Dayton's music scene, I think, is good because... I feel like they're in a good good spot. It's gritty. Yeah, Dayton it is. is gritty. It's got it's some attitude. Gritty. It's got some angst. Why, why did we say that our group of guys like metal so much? Angst. Because we come from a fucking gritty place. Yeah, yeah. dude. You go to a gritty yeah. place, you're going to find good music. You're yep. going to find yep. good metal. You're going to You go to a fucking pristine place, you're going to find yeah. half-assed dog shit You go to music. Columbus where all the white people are doing well. Just kidding. There's yeah. some white, good metal listen, bands coming us out. Us white people yeah. need to struggle to write good music. Yeah. <laughs> we fucking suck. We got to fall on our fucking face. Hey. We got to be, be struggling to write good music. Otherwise, damn, we are dude, that's why dog I love, shit. I love this revitalization. Did you forget to cut the tag off the tip of your tennis shoes there, no, brother? No, I'll tell you about this in a second. Okay. But right. I, I love this revitalization of... Appalachian bluegrass music because it Joe is, Biden's America were all yeah. fucking poor. Yeah, yeah. Like not yeah. to not to dick ride Oliver Anthony any more than he already has been. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, it's what real. A, what a great tune. It's and, real. And, and what a what a what a time that we need something. He like speaks. That, he know? spoke to me so much because he's like, I hate everybody. Yeah. Not just <laughs> not just Democrats. I hate Republicans yeah. too. I'm like, yeah, me too. I hate every fucking uh, one of you. But that Logan, I hate you all, dude. dude Logan <laughs> Halstead. Oh my god. Oh, dude, there's so many fucking things I, I've been thinking about talking about on this show. But one thing, this is why you come on every other season. <laughs> one, one one thing that I realized uh, recently is that. I, a song to me is good if I can play it over and over and over and over. That's how I listen to music. Polaris. And it doesn't get old. Yeah, Polaris. I can play Voiceless a hundred times out of a hundred times and I'm going to headbang on the hundred first time because I think it's that good. And there's layers. Oh, yeah. And it's almost like you hear a different one every time. When I listen to a song, I want to have layers. I want to feel something. I want to be able to put it on repeat for a week and not get sick of it. Mm-hmm. The most recent artist to do that for me is Logan Halstead. Okay. Bluegrass guy? Yeah. Yeah. It's that the same, so that WV radio that released the Oliver Anthony videos, it's the same ah, I got ones. It. Have some foot water. That's kind of gross. Uh, that's the same platform. And, and, and fucking WV radio, I think is what it's called. West, West Virginia yeah, West radio. Virginia radio. It's it's just W. It's like a YouTube page or something. Okay. I don't know a production company. I don't know how they describe themselves or what they do, but they basically find these Appalachian musicians who are unknown and are just putting out great stuff. So that Nolan Taylor is how they find him too. Uh, Bro, what? <laughs> You know this fucking uh, the 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 Whitaker family, the inbred family, <laughs> bro. What if that one dude dropped a metal song where he just like barked the whole time? <laughs> what the fuck? Your fucking mind. I said this. Did just, I say this? Did I say this? It's just the gummies, bro. I think I said this. <laughs> I think I said this before we started. It's just recording. the gummies. Before we started recording, I told, <laughs> I had to tell Kyler. There's another guy we went to high school with named Jake. He's been shouted out on the show before. <laughs> Uh, I, I I wish he listened. I don't know if he does or not, not, but I wish he did. But he has a fantastic beard. He, I told Kyler, I said, no one ever made me laugh harder than Jake and Kyler at lunchtime. Like like, <laughs> it don't matter what comedian. I can pay a million dollars to go see Dave Chappelle. He's not gonna make me laugh like fucking Jake, dude. I'm about to blow milk out my nose at the lunch every yeah. fucking day, bro. You don't know what you're about to get into. Yeah, oh, man. Kyler's a goddamn walking sound box if you haven't noticed. Yeah, <laughs> you, Lois, Lois, <laughs> yeah. this is definitely not my Batman oh, glass. <laughs> oh fuck. 
But Patrick, you want some Patrick? <laughs> anyway, though, <laughs> I want to get back to the WV radio. They're doing yeah. something. They're they're trying to make like grassroots movement for musicians who are unknown. And, and look, in the last couple months, they have. I mean, yeah. fucking the Oliver Anthony guy's blown up out of his mind. Oh, bro, huge. was not a music. I mean, no, not like now, an art. Like he just now, uh, you know wrote his own Nolan shit. Nolan Taylor out of signed a record deal. Like I that's mean, the Wilmington guy. Yeah. Okay. Shout out Nolan Taylor, man, sixty eight. Uh, Logan Halstead, Childers was kind of you know he came up on his own like old Childers. You know, yeah. uh, so I guess I I guess what the problem I don't even want to say problem because that kind of sounds selfish and fucked up, but part of his part of his the criticism towards him right now is he went woke. He won't play any music in public that quote unquote glorifies drugs and alcohol. I guess now because or, he's sober. Yeah, and. He was cool when he was not. Sober. I get it, yeah. It, and, and for me, it's like, dude, I come from that same place. Like, w- yeah. look around out here. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, dude. You drive down the street. You're going. You, you'll see it. Go to Washington Courthouse, Ohio, folks. You'll know what we're talking about. Yep. I think saying about it and glorifying it are two different things. Yeah, that's my thing. Is like, what song does he have that glorifies glory? Well, well, yeah, White but, House Road. But maybe. you're talking about his music is talking about all the struggles that come along with it too. It's yeah. not saying like, like what's the one line he's got where it says something like, "You keep this up, you'll you like, you know, if you keep this up, red, you'll be in the ground" or something like that. I, I think it's White That's House White Road. House Road. Yeah. It's some, something along that line. Like you keep living this lifestyle, you're gonna, yeah, yeah, and keep this living and you'll wind up dead. Exactly. Yeah. Boom. That's not when you say that's the opposite sniff- of yeah. glorifying. And yeah. then you go on to say we've been sniffing that cocaine. Well, that's why you're gonna wind up dead, buddy. Yeah. Like that's that's the, that's the whole. There's a theme in that song. Fuck, dude, we might need to send this to him. There's a theme in that song that resonates with me because I've never, I don't have a White House Road I can think of. I've never done any drugs like that for sure. We've yeah. we've definitely gotten too drunk sometimes. <laughs> But there's a there's a part of that song that resonates with me because I've I've felt that and lived that a portion a small fraction of a portion mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not a wild guy uh, well at least to my standards I'm we were bro we, we've been a little wild before we but, were I mean yeah <laughs> we were fucking raging nation raging nation <laughs> oh my fucking god uh, I forgot all about raging nation bro. that's that's the picture of you guys all at my wedding oh my god raging but, nation. Uh, Holy shit! We've been there. That that's my that's yeah. my that that's my version of White House. I mean, Road. I thought we were basically alcoholics. When Dude, we were that's 18, my version of White House Road. Is when I think about that, I think about when we were young like that, and 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 you don't have a care in the world. No, yep. no and, responsibilities. And you, think that, you think that Friday night's gonna last forever? Yep. You know, and yep. um, which brings us back. We're back full circle now. Life comes at you fast. It'll take us a little bit to get there, but I promise you, we'll get back. We'll full come circle. back. To it. We're, yeah. we're back yep. full circle because. Yep. That that Friday night living we were doing came to an end, and we had to get mm-hmm. up on Monday morning. Yep. And, and back what then, was the anthem? Yeah. Yep. Polaris. It's crazy. <laughs> but it feels like almost every day God these dang, days. Is, oh, we're talking about Spotify. Yeah. That's why. Oh, yeah. That's why I like Spotify because it lets me test out these IPAs that I would have never tested out before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it lets me get that acquired taste. Now I think everyone. I think, you know, you know what? For me, for metal music, what did it for me was the. Honestly, oh man, I'm trying to think of the harshest vocals I listened to before meeting you guys. 
I'll tell you two two things that did it for me. Before meeting us? Two things. So seventh grade for you, seventh, eighth grade? Yeah. Seventh grade. Five finger death punch. Yeah. No, not very many guys that I grew up with listen to that. Right. Right. And you kind of brought that, that to that, that Miami introduced Trace. me to modern American metal. Because I mean the way of the fist was oh five. Oh, dude. That was so, a great album. <laughs> that's a that is a fantastic record. That the problem was then, is that uh, uh War You Cannot Win. Or not no. War, you can that's all that remains. Uh, uh, um, uh Kill Switch Engage's cover of Holy Diver. Yep. I remember that to this day. My, my dad in my, the locker room. I think I've said it yep. before. My dad was a when know, Sonny was going guy. Who's took a shit? Can't flush it. <laughs> Jake's Jake, going. Oh. <laughs> can't see my coat hanger. Chop that up. Uh, I played football without a face mask, so now I don't have a nose. <laughs> R.I.P. Sonny one of the peace, Sonny, bro. I've I he's he was one of the greatest I, uh, dudes. It hit me on the. Remember when he would shadow box you and whip yeah. the fuck out of you with them big ass meat hooks for hands he had? <laughs> I, I, I can't remember how I found out about it, but it was late. Like you I remember was, when Brad Wright knocked Travis McKinney out in a boxing oh, match? No, no, it was. Uh, <laughs> shit, we got in trouble for taping it him. Was uh, you remember that? It was Dalton. Dalton Dean. Dalton Dean. Knocked. That's who it was. Dalton Dean knocked him. Knocked Travis McKinney the fuck. Travis like, you ready? Looking at the camera. You ready? Ready? One punch. Dalton just hits him right in the jaw. His sleeper butt. I mean, just we got got so much trouble. We got so much trouble for recording that. (laughs) But anyways, also for the YouTube folks, I just came from working on my barn. So if you got problem with my dirty clothes and wild hair, suck my ass. Yeah, come out and help me, then (laughs) suck my ass. Come out and help, motherfucker. <laughs> um, Grab a saw, bitch. Yeah. But to, to, to put a bow on that. Uh, Holy Diver. Holy Diver was the IPA. It was, it was that. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I remember the IPA. It was at uh, Single Speed Brewery in Iowa. Uh, Dan Gable has a beer there. The wrestler. Uh, Olympic wrestler. Anyway, uh, it was an IPA they had there. That was my... For metal, that IPA for me was Holy Diver, Kill Switch Engage cover, yeah. and Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah. So then you start chasing that feeling. Yep. Yep. And the next thing you know, some fucking kids in the locker room are introducing you to us all those kinds of bullshit. Mm-hmm. That just, that, and then. Which I think we talked about that on yeah, your first episode. You come you, you in just the, go, coming here. Yeah, you go into you know? that next. It's you, just a rabbit. It's a giant chasing, fucking rabbit hole, man. You chase that feeling. Which is what this show is. Yeah. 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 You, you chase that feeling the same way you would with any other. Uh, I drink bourbon the same way. Like, I got my staples that I really, really like. Yep. But then sometimes I just want to try some shit. Yeah. When it's like bringing it back then, like, I would have never thought I'd listen to metal music with electronic elements. Yeah, same. And oh, here we are yeah. floored by We Came as Romans at the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and then it evolves into Silent Planet and Sleep yeah. Token and, yep. and yeah. Periphery and, you know, all these different bands. I'm like, God, they got 80 synth in this shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. And we're like, oh, this is amazing. You know, but in oh, 2010, dude. we would have been like, that's fucking lame as shit. Yeah. What is that? You know? So when that's when, not Metallica. <laughs> for, the, for those who either haven't or don't and didn't listen to the nine nine seven episode with Gabe and Cody, Gabe made the hot take that like we can't 
few. He remembers our like, episodes better than we do. Chill bro. out about fusing so many genres together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, wait a minute. You just fucking said you like that stuff too. Yeah. Because it's stuff that I like too. I, like, yeah. I we, like. I have the and utmost, his band is rap metal. Yeah, you know? I have the I have the utmost love hate relationship with the genre thing. I fucking love talking about it, but yeah. I hate talking about it. It I, gets annoying. I, like I don't care what it is. It's just it, I yeah. like it. Here, you know? Here's why I like it. It 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 allows it allows the listener to better uh, uh, locate and track down bands that mm-hmm. are similar and like yeah. Hey, you like new metal? Check out this new metal band. Yeah. Yeah. What I don't like about it is a word that uh, sometimes I like using it. Most of the time I hate it and I don't think it should be in anybody's vocabulary. Superfluous. No, poser. Poser. Mm. Yeah. Because I I feel like it's going to be rare you're going to find yourself at a time in life where you're not a poser. That reminds me of. Steve, yeah. Steve Malone's conversation. Yeah, the guy who yeah. got knocked out, yeah. or, or his teeth, or whatever. Yeah, he, he got, got fucked, fucked up, up in a pit because yep. somebody thought he was a poser, and it's like he just gave a fuck about that. Kind that's of music. me. That's me, dude. Yeah, he, I would have been that guy because yep. I'm not the painted nails, exactly. long hair. Well, I, have, well, yep. I used to have long hair. I was say you used to have real long hair. I used to, so. be, I used to look a little uh, uh, hippie esque. Mm-hmm. Like I used to wear Crocs mm-hmm. and have long hair, and mm-hmm. that was about all I wore. You did. Uh, and drove a Jeep Cherokee with a snorkel kit. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what you got to do around here. That's facts. So and that's on God, baby girl. So, yeah, uh, we ran into some lakes with that bad bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I, I feel like a lot of people would probably look at me like, dude. I feel the same I, way. Yeah, the, yeah. You know what I mean? Like well, people, it's people look at me. I remember I think, and I said it on this show before about having the conversation with my stepmom. Um, about you know how she I was playing guitar at my 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 dad and stepmom's house and I wasn't playing country and she's like you really don't like country music do you and I'm like no I don't yeah. and very minimally yeah. very very yeah. minimally you know they got and horses th- and shit don't they yeah they're they're all fucking Yellowstone out aren't they yeah they, they, uh, that's a culture for them they've had horses for quite some time yeah. um I see him posting pictures riding horses yeah they had horses before Yellowstone. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> they were Yellowstone before Yellowstone, and they were Yellowstone before Yellowstone. My, well, I mean, they always used to ride with my aunt, and my uncle, who've had horses forever. So, uh, but no, it's just you know, I, I I feel that a lot too. I'm friends with a, a a guy on TikTok. His name's Motionless and Mullets, big old redneck boy out yeah. of the south, and he's always wearing a Darlington Raceway hat and a lot of his TikToks. Redneck as fuck, biggest metal, but he's like death metal, deathcore yeah, fan yeah. kind of guy, but. You know, I wonder if he ever feels that way too. That it's like you you look a certain way and you are expected to like certain things, feel certain well, ways about different topics. I'm, I'm and so, and I've always tried to break well, that stereotype and that mold. And I have just a quick piece to add there, and hopefully I can put it all together in one. But I I do remember, and now that I look back on it, as a kid and as the years have went on, I was a jock. Growing up, yeah. all I gave a fuck was yeah. about sports. That was it. Um, and I had a, a group of very good best friends of mine that they were into hip-hop, they were into rap, yeah. so was I. But I had always felt kind of misunderstood. Um, and there was a podcast I was listening to. Um, it's the Nick Bear podcast. It's, it's kind of a lifestyle but fitness-based um, podcast. 
And there was a guest that he had interviewed on there and something about the way he grew up, people would talk to him about the way he had related to people. And it was something about um, what was special about him or like his own special attribute was infants, inmates, and in-laws. The way he was able to relate to different kinds of people. And I remember going through school Welcome back, Tyler. Welcome yeah, back welcome to the show. back, buddy. We just got time for and, and infants, Tyler, inmates, and in-laws. Come yeah, on yeah, down. you remember that. Which one <laughs> Come you? on down. <laughs> you remember, I'm more of a little in-law myself. You probably remember that uh, Nick Step Barrett bro, episode. what are you with, doing? Where he had interviewed the guy that had some drug issues, but it was a jock and different things like that. But he had talked about the different ways of relating people. Um, and somebody had said to him or something about... Infants, in-laws, and inmates, and the way he was able to relate to people. Well, bringing it back, I, even though I was a jock and I was into sports and I was pretty damn athletic, decent at sports, um, I'd always felt kind of misunderstood because I'm this, like, this jock that was a fucking metalhead through and through, and it, it never made sense to me at the time, but I didn't give a fuck because it was what I liked and what I felt like. It, so it I, was deep down got, inside got me. I got something to say. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I got a good one too the, the, to go back to that. Point. So my uh, uh, our accountant at work, she does this. She walk around the office like she's got her fingers up. Each finger is a, a reminder. She don't take notes. She just walks around the office with her fingers up. Oh, that's smart. And every once in a while, she have both hands up, and I'm like, don't fucking say shit to Rita. She got a full plate right now. <laughs> she, she is at capacity. She is at capacity. My mom. Uh, my mom. Uh, she works at a local factory around here. That's my girl. Hey, I, I, I coming to the show. Let's go. Uh, she coming to the bash? I think Let's so. Let's go. Hey, I got her ticket. Is Big Rand coming? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah. dude. He, he's trying to get a 4XL shirt. We got to get it. We got to sew we gotta two together. That yeah, we got to. We got to. We got to. <laughs> we got we about gotta three. We got three. The the MIT. We're going to sew up together. <laughs> we got to get, get the MIT kids on that. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Shout out, Bo. Um, <laughs> Shout out, Bo. So my mom, she works with somebody who we went to high school with. And I, I know him. I, I can't remember ever talking to him much. And that's probably, you know, as much on me as him. But uh, he told my mom that he always thought I was a jock. Yeah. I took so much offense to that. Yeah. Because I never it felt tried like to be dumb. That way. Like somebody's calling you dumb and all you are well, is athletic. It's not even that. But like, motherfucker, I was in the chess club. Yeah. I, yeah. I did mock trial. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I built yeah. a catapult. I tried to, I tried to, I tried. Or oh, they call it a trebuchet. I always try to be friends with everybody, and that, yeah. that's. I, I'm sure you guys would probably characterize me that way. Like, there's not very many people I don't get along with. I yep. always try to be friendly to everybody. You know, and same with Preston. Too. Same guy. It's like you I guys, give a fuck about. You know, people, I think man. about, I think about some of the guys similar. we went to high school with who probably wouldn't have been friends with the captain of the football team exactly in another time. Yep. But they were friends with me. Yep. Same yeah, here. Like yep. yeah, you too. Yep. Exactly. Did you ever get to be a captain? You were a captain. I, one I, point, I don't know. One I one no time. You guys having Tyler Heidi on? We had, I think we were in the same class. It was a yep. fucking weightlifting class. Yep. yep. I never talked to him. McConaughey. One of the two. One of those two guys. But but I never no, talked the to old Tyler. Girls basketball coach that got his ass beat Ooh. by Josh Teasley. I never talked to Not Tyler much Heidi. Weightlifting instructor. Then. <laughs> no, no, no. Literally, we went in and I'm like, I'm doing what I want. He's like, okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're smaller than me. Shut yeah, the fuck up. Yeah, I'm not going to let the fucking 16-year-old look like he's on steroids and no, not do what he wants you to did. do. <laughs> Everybody but we yeah. played thought you were on roids. <laughs> yeah, never was. I did. I took one banned substance later on. I can talk about that later, but uh, it was only banned for a short period HGH? of time. HGH? No, Deerant LaVelvet. No. But then it's, oh, yeah. it's not banned anymore. That's a Rogan thing, right? Uh, no, it was a Ray Lewis thing. Oh, yeah. that's right. Anyway. Yeah. I felt so bad because I, I can't. I realized that there were so many people that probably didn't know that we had the same musical taste that I didn't get to talk to. So and we could have. You could have been yeah, best friends with them. And didn't yeah. I'm going to throw a name out yeah. there that none of you guys will probably know, but some of the listeners might. His name's Bubba Wallace. Does that name ring a bell to you? That's yeah. a NASCAR yeah, driver. Yeah. So Bubba is. Hey boy, the, you got a pretty nice car. Yeah, you got a nice car too. You want to race? <laughs> Bubba is not only the only African American Cup Series driver, which for a lot of people they have such problem with, right? A lot of people that are old school traditional NASCAR fans, like, oh, it's you know, they don't like him just because he's black and he's in NASCAR. It's fucking stupid. Bubba is also a metalhead. Oh, Victor Hovland, who's a PGA so, superstar. Bubba Wallace. Is breaking every stereotype because one, he is a African American NASCAR Cup Series driver that currently just last night just locked himself into the round of twelve of of the uh, NASCAR Cup Series playoffs. So he's moving on. So shout out Bubba for that. His team owner is Michael Jordan. Oh shit, which is pretty sweet because um, Michael Jordan sold the shark. Which he 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 started a NASCAR Cup Series team with Denny Hamlin twenty three eleven racing, and then sold. The Charlotte Hornets, so he Listen, could be a hundred percent involved in NASCAR. This is the best variety podcast on the it fucking is. show. Don't, it's we a done, all over the place. We done talked about sports. We done talked yep. about NASCAR. NASCAR we done, is sports. We done talked about um, Appalachian, <laughs> West Virginia music. We done been talking about so, best friends at lunch. This is the best. So, but, podcast. but Bubba, being you know, like I said, the only African American in, in the Cup Series, and being a, he's a drummer, um, being a metalhead like metalcore, like. So, you know, it goes back to that. You look at somebody and you think, oh, well, they like this and this and this and this. And yeah. they're the polar opposite of that. You know, don't ever judge a book by its cover and really take the time. If you're, if you're, if you're going to be around somebody for an extended period of time, take the time to get to know them and understand what they like. Because like you, you know, Preston, yeah. you and Derek just said, you know, we've, I know that myself, I've probably missed out on some lifelong friendships yeah. by being shy about what I love because I thought that I had to fit into a oh, certain category. I've mm -hmm. been thinking about this. I've been thinking about this so much, man. I was never an outsider, but no. I always kind of felt like one exactly. at the same time. I always yeah. felt the same way. I've been thinking a lot about, and I haven't developed a topic enough. When you maybe. play football at Miami Trace, you are yeah, a popular yeah. kid. Yeah. Okay, oh. you're never on the outside looking in. Yeah. But that didn't that doesn't mean that so many of us felt. Like an outcast. God, what's the one? Uh, Johnny. Johnny, who's uh, a year younger than us. Campbell? No. Uh, didn't play sports. Metalhead. Like, just in the middle. Bellis. Johnny yeah. Bellis. I always love yeah. talking to him. Uh, Gunner. Gunner. R.I.P. Gunner. Uh, man, there's so many people. I can see their face. I'm terrible with names, and I never had any diagnosed concussions from football, but... Uh, I had three. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if there was one or two in there and a little bit of CTE. I've been forgetting names like crazy. But there's so many My people. My CTE I, acting up. <laughs> so many people I can see their face and remember conversations we had about music or, or, or yeah. uh, 
two two guys that I consider to be really good friends were Chandler and Cody. Oh yeah, hell yeah, dude. Uh, they did the mock trial with, and me. then yep. with Brandon Wise. Yeah, Brandon. Yep. Oh, talk about another fucking metal, metal head, head, baby. Brandon, giant disturbed fan, oh. jacked as fuck too. Yeah. He's a fucking massive. Hey, <laughs> and, and I feel I feel for him. His grandpa passed away recently. I don't know if you guys know much about him. No, uh-uh. hadn't heard. R.I.P. The great, great guy. Would Both of them. But uh, you... oh. he's getting text messages. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are fucked up. That CTE and Antonio <laughs> Brown posted some shit on Twitter today. It says CTE, catch the energy. <laughs> oh my God, bro. I got He's a little somber. For, I got somber for a second there, and you got done deep. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, but Where that's the, the funny fuck shit. Where were we, man? God dang, we done got off on a bunch of tangents and we barely talked about music. This fucking guy back here doing the gritty. <laughs> Kyler really is multicultural, dude. Bro, he, really, I am a ja- he really is, dude. I'm a jack of all trades. You could put him in a room with black folks and he started busting out the gritty like that. Dang, <laughs> dude. I thought it was Justin Jefferson dancing back there for a second. <laughs> Isn't that the guy who does it? Does he mm-hmm. do that? Yeah, yeah. See, I watched a little bit of football still. But uh, we 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 so Tyler missed out on a lot of fun. Yeah, I had to I had to go put kids to bed. We went down some rabbit holes. Well, and I'll ask you, Tyler, because I, I could see on your face and the expressions you had made. Derek had made a couple points that kind of hit home with you, and maybe you're able to recollect those points. I I had to write some notes while I was <laughs> getting kids ready. Okay. Just, just so I can remember what all was talked about, and I, I've, I'm pretty sure I missed a few of the points that he made. Uh, but uh, there's a lot to unpack there. There, there was quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, one, one thing I, I wouldn't mind getting kind of back to talking about, and it might be a good spot to add us back in as Tyler makes his dancing entrance. Uh, you said I'm multicultural. I had to. Be as white as possible for just a second. I, 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 so I was telling them how I build my playlist, and I'm more playlist, single song kind of guy, less albums. But I, something I've been developing in my head over the last couple of days in anticipation of this show is that I need, I need a, I need a playlist for every journey. Mm-hmm. I need a different set of albums for every journey that I'm on, whether it's when I'm working on the bar by myself. Oh, when when I was listening to the Chris Hollywood episode and you're playing your 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 chord progression from God on the acoustic and he starts putting <laughs> stuff over top of it, I was transported. I, I I got tunnel vision driving into work and there's a couple songs that do that for me where I just get put in this mood like like you're in this mundane cycle. It, it, it's a it's a it's a, a Groundhog Day esque yep. feeling. And you see the nameless, faceless tweakers walking down the street that have strung out from the night before still, and you're going into your mindless job to sit at your desk and you do sit your at task your desk and, all day, yeah. And, the, and everything is 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 a a shade or two more gray as you drive in. And I got tunnel vision like that listening to that. I don't know if that's a good thing, bro. <laughs> 
Not like uh, tunnel vision, and I started smelling. But it's real, man. That, that's just real. <laughs> and then when you die, no, I think I think you get a. Uh, I think that's a stroke. That's what it I smells thought. like toast or something. And you get tunnel vision. Is your brain know. to Mitch McConnell been smelling that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> He's not turtly enough for the turtle club anymore. But turtle, turtle. It took me back to a episode that I cannot remember when, and. Tyler had this insistence on hearing what everyone was listening to at that time because everyone was on different journeys at that mm-hmm. time, like working on different things. It's like kind of, kind of, what's that soundtrack to that time? And I started thinking about when I had probably the biggest shift in mentality in my life. My dad was in the hospital forever, and I, it was towards the end of high school, and I was training chasing scholarships and probably getting in the best shape of my life. And we came as Romans. Mm. Those couple albums. So playing a seed and understanding what we've grown to be. Dude. Yep. That's when I think my life took a different direction is where, and I'll tell you the conversation I had was I, I, I really love who I've, am and who I'm becoming and then that led me to say well if I really do love who I am and who I'm becoming the things that make me me then I wouldn't want to change anything mm-hmm. yeah I wouldn't want to change any of that shit that made me like the music that I like any of those difficulties that maybe everybody else didn't have to deal with or maybe yep. they did maybe I just didn't know about it <laughs> but any of those things that made me the pissed off teenager that I was and I'm not even pissed off, motivated. And like all, it's like I would never want to change any of that. In fact, sometimes I wish it would be. I wish it would have been worse. Yeah, you know? like yeah. how much Harder. more motivated would I yeah. would I be now? And it's like yeah. I think that's the I think that's the difference between somebody who listens to our genre of music and uh, is is still in a rut. And still angry and still a shitty person versus somebody like honestly the the group of guys in here right now who have taken that next step and they're working on themselves mm-hmm. overcoming some of the issues behind the music and that yeah. doesn't mean you can't enjoy the music anymore oh my god this led me right into this topic I was thinking about on the way here <laughs> you guys are going to love this What I thought forever was that I had to listen to this kind of music forever because I was always going to be the angry, unsatisfied, unhappy guy. Mm-hmm. When is it okay to listen to another genre? When you're when you're a metalhead, mm. when is it okay? When when does it? When, what point in time in your life have, have you gotten to that point where it's okay to seek out? other stuff because because think about our people i just we just talked about this that poser idea yeah it's if it's not heavy i'm not listening to it we've all been that guy yeah all of us on this couch have been that guy when is it okay to say you know people like what they like and i'm gonna maybe try something else out a little bit there's so i you want to go ahead, Preston? And that, and the reason I say that, it's that happy. It's that happy song. You guys, the, the NF happy song. Yeah. Or the rain. Yeah. Or what's the 
I think you said a Cody Johnson song that did the same thing for you. By your grace. That's a great song. When's it okay to be happy? Yeah. Do you want to go ahead, Preston, so you don't forget your point? Yeah, You're worse I, about that I appreciate than I am. it, but <laughs> I, I don't have a whole lot to add. But I will say I never gave a fuck what what people thought of what I listened to. You Because yeah. deep down... The shit I knew that I was personally going through and in my own situation at the time, I knew it made me feel a certain kind of way mm-hmm. that no yeah. other person around yep. me was going to make Dude, me feel. I heard, so I, I, I never gave a fuck. You were definitely me? like that because... Um, and I would try to seek out yeah. and share it to well, people. Like I was the type of guy who was like, I'm not listening to that rap music shit. That stuff's crap. That's stupid ass shit. I'm not listening to fucking that metal rock music. And if it ain't that, it ain't nothing. I'm listening to fucking country music. What the fuck am I? Like, well, this is stupid. Yeah. I can't deny where I'm from now. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah. Right. I didn't listen. I didn't listen to it until I moved Especially away. Especially nowadays, because there's so much better yeah. country music out there. I didn't listen to it until I moved away, and my roommate was from a similar area. He's from Cambridge. Um, Cambridge, huh? Glenn. Yeah. And uh, we would sit and drink Bush Heavy or Bush Light. And Love listen it, listen Love to country Bush. music, and it made me miss home so much. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. a, that. That's what got me into country music. It, it, it don't. I don't listen to country music because you conform to your environment. Yeah, you, do. As, you, you, you conform to yeah. your environment. Part of my problem was I rebelled to the environment. Yeah, we all. The, I think everybody sitting sitting here right now. Like, I, don't, I never did wanted that. to listen to country music because I didn't like the people that listen to country music. Yep. Yeah, I never wanted to go to church because I didn't like people go to church. Yep. I, yep. I move away to college, yep. and I'm with. I'm with people that completely change my perspective about religion. I'm completely. I'm with people who now I don't like them because they listen to everything else. And I'm like, why? Well, I, I miss being home drinking in somebody's back barn. Yeah, you know, yep. or, drinking or in the barn, yep. around a fire, yeah. bailing yep. hay. Yep, we had this Some guy, of the best memories yep. of all milking life. cows. Yep. Oh yeah, buddy. That's and I, I I never had a reason to like that music until I longed for those memories. Uh huh. You know, I think that. Your original question: When is it "quote unquote" okay to 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 try something else or listen to something else stray from your normal path? I think it varies person to person. Your example right there is absolutely phenomenal. Being away from home and missing those those things that remind you of that small little farm town you yeah. came from, you know. And for me, it, it is it's usually a mood because I'm still in that little farm town that I came from, yeah. and I'm still in agriculture, and I'm still doing the things that I grew up doing. And sometimes you um, hate this fucking place, and other days you're so thankful. You have no clue here. how you could ever leave it, yeah. you know? So I think it varies person to person, and Tyler usually has a really in-depth uh, thought about some of these things. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on, on just different types of music because you have a you have a super unique perspective on like music mood swings and shit like that so you're one of the best at, at explaining music mood swings i'm ready to so cry I would if you say, need to cry in my youth i was very particular in the type of music i'd listen to and even early on same um, once I got into, really got into playing music and got into writing music, um, and hanging out with Sean and we were always, you know, we, we've talked about on the show, uh, you know, Sean is very intentional with his lyrics, um, very intentional with his message and, and things like that. 
And so I always looked for music that that did a good job of that kind of stuff. But um, I was also not a very I was not a very happy kid. Yeah, same. And so I get that. You know, whether it was anger, depression, or you know whatever it was, uh, you know some general sadness or whatever. I always went for music that connected with me in those moods. And I always felt that I had to listen to that kind of music in order to help me through those moods. Yeah. And so when people were playing, you know, all my friends are playing Little Wayne, I'm like... Up there, that's that's not me. That's not what I'm. Do- I'm not. I'm not listening to Mac Miller to sit around and, you know, party with a bunch of fucking dipshits. Like y'all are in fucking high school, and you are doing hard drugs at some random person's house. Fuck you. That was some damn good party music. <laughs> I mean, I'm bringing it it full circle. So this this one isn't mine. Preston. Preston, you fucked up the drink arrangement. No, this is your glass. But anyway, so, you know, I'm listening to, you know, people listen to country and stuff. I'm like, fuck that. That's dumb. Um, That music sucks. And I'm I'm really close minded. At that time, That's around this is my, you know, this this is my music that I listen to, and if it's not this, it's dog shit. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I started getting older and starting to see more of the world and and experience, uh, see more more nothing. socially. Um, Kind of really get to know more people. Because you think the I was, Navy helped with that? Well, I had I had to get to know other people. Like I had a very small group of friends going through school, and most of them I didn't even go to school with. Most of them, you know, like Sean and uh, some of the friends I hung out with through him. Fuck, they went to Laurel Oaks. So by the time I got to high school, they were in Laurel Oaks. By the time I got to Laurel Oaks, they were graduated. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even get to you know hang out with you know at school with the people that i'd normally hang out with a very small group of friends so as i start to get to know more people and me being more about music i'm always curious to ask people you know what kind of music you listen to Mm -hmm. and why do you listen to it Mm -hmm. um as we have discussed on the show with every guest that we have on yes um and you start learning how this music connects with them and why it connects with them um you know, I've I've talked on the show where, you know, I'll listen to reggae sometimes. I'll listen to a little bit of hip hop. I I got into Mac Miller. I never <laughs> thought in a million fucking years that you would catch me listening to fucking Mac Miller. And he got into hard drugs. And he got into hard <laughs> drugs, and you know, fucking died. Uh, but don't do drugs. Hard yeah. drugs. As as far as New your bourbon. original your original New point, bourbon. like when is it okay to listen to something else? Be an alcoholic. I think in in we I've kind of talked about it before, 
uh, in the sense of you know people being judgmental and and music and whatnot it's like everyone has their vice mm-hmm. um, everyone's going to have a particular style of music or type of music that uh, connects with them in a certain way and earlier we we kind of talked about how it's kind of situational um and it is very situational uh most of most of the time me determining what i'm going to listen to that day is you know what side of the bed did i wake up on you know how what am i going through today what am what what is on my plate today and sock um, boot sock boot every motherfucking day god damn it um so yeah it's it's really just what do you have going on what's going to connect with you the most if it's not metal then fuck it's not metal right. matter. Don't matter. if it's if it's going to be hip-hop today let it be fucking hip-hop just yeah and don't feel, feel don't feel un embrace be comfortable in the uncomfortable don't be afraid to step outside of your normal realm of of music of of life of you know try new things man do drink the ipa try the 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 hip-hop if you're not a hip-hop guy or the country if you're not a country guy just be comfortable in the uncomfortable i learned a fucking country song you did fantastically by the way and yeah. i think we should play it and sing it after the show but i'm just and actually i know he's gonna be driving a uh left a dodge or something <laughs> Hey, <laughs> let's not take it that far. My dick's not that small. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? This is so funny. This is so funny. Small <laughs> dick guy. Listen, 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 listen. Your truck's not really <laughs> lifted that much. Just Dude. because I have a small penis. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. <laughs> Earlier we were talking about how I I emailed Positive Grid. Yeah. And okay. I emailed him the timestamp and said, hey, listen to this shit. Give us some fucking money. <laughs> give us some. They gonna give money. us no money now. <laughs> they have not talked to us. Well, they have yet said, to respond. I said compensate, and Kyler said compensate like cash or compensate like acted. He he made a motion to gesture to the male genitalia, <laughs> and I explained to the listeners what he did in suggesting that guys who drive big lifted trucks are compensating for some, and then we came yeah. back to you. <laughs> Uh, My truck just has a leveling kit, bro. Like, yeah, so for all the listeners, I just well, it's not average. tires, buddy. Yeah. Thirty-three. Well, for the listeners yeah, out there, I just discovered uh, comedy and humor and had to explain the fucking joke for everybody. <laughs> I'm an asshole. Drive <laughs> lifted Dodge trucks. The host said, "Over there, like <laughs> a thousand yard stare, like." The fortunate son starts playing in the background. <laughs> what, uh, how do we get <laughs> See, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I got CTE because I keep losing track of the conversation. I'm like, how the fuck do we even get Catch there? the energy. <laughs> CTE. Catch <laughs> the energy. <laughs> we have be real. Oh, bro, Antonio dude, I Brain. Got a, I got a great point. I Antonio great Brain. Point. Antonio Brown's brain is melting. I got a great point. Oh, yeah. He's so, got a PR person tweeting he, that shit now. <laughs> he, 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 we were just talking about. I got shout. I got shout Preston out a little bit because he's always been oh, on the forefront shit. of broadening my musical horizon. I'm a weird cat, man. Listen, you listen, are a weird motherfucker. You're, you're gonna love this story. I don't fit in. You're gonna love this fucking story. So, 
this this is why I was thinking about that topic is because when it became okay for me to listen to different music, it was in college, mm-hmm. and it was when things for once felt like well, it is not. I don't want to say for once. My plan my plan was working. Yeah. My journey, like I was on the path. I was getting close to the peak of the mountain. <laughs> yes, yes. The plan was working, excellent. and it felt like things were going in the right direction. And I met, but shortly after that became my wife. And right around that time, Preston sends me this guy or this group or whatever you want to call it to listen to. And I listen to it all throughout college. I have a playlist completely dedicated to this guy. And it's named after the room that I was in when Preston first sent me the fucking band. Boyce Avenue. Oh, shit. (laughs) They're so good at any cover that's out there, man. Wow. When did it become okay for me? That's how I got into it. That's yep. how I got into all the different kinds of music because yep. if you sent me that when I was 17, I'd have been like, I'm not listening to this gay shit. Yep. He's covering a, he's covering yeah. a uh, Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift song. or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Stupid. Yep. I'm not listening to that. Right. And I'm like, so oh. it was like a punk goes pop thing. Yeah, he he does he covers yeah acoustic versions of acoustic versions acoustic versions of everything anything you can think of Ed Sheeran Pearl Jam Taylor Swift uh, rap music it don't matter well I I don't want to say rap music but super group yeah but uh, for me it became okay to listen to different music when I when I first felt like I truly found love. Mm-hmm. Well, it was like the first time in my life where I, I, I really did actually feel different about someone and something. Mm-hmm. And I was I was getting calm. Not cricket, bro. I was getting calm. <laughs> well, uh, cricket. A- anyway, <laughs> that, that became like the, the turning point for me. And then I started listening to country music yep. with my roommate. And then you listen to a little bit in high school, two or three songs. You know what? Country songs, Aaron Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's we've, fair. We've talked about, or you guys have talked about. Uh, we got feelings. He's a well-known dick. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, it became okay for me when when I realized that kind of like the, my way of thinking wasn't the only way of thinking that there that there are going to be seasons in life like uh you mentioned that your kids like more edm type of shit like marshmallow and shit like that so is my wife i hated it when, when, when her and her brother first started making me listen to it i hated it i still do and then we're drinking day. beers in the pool in vegas and i'm like this is this is great this yeah. is perfect yeah you know and I, I have a whole playlist dedicated to that now too i call it no top or nightcap so what it is is when I'm driving the Jeep with no top on, it's me and my old lady, and we got to listen to something that just you puts us both, in the right mood. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just a vibe. Yeah. The only other time we listen to that playlist is when me and her get back to the house after fucking going out to the bar or brewery or something, and we're still drunk, and she looks at me and goes, you want to drink a beer in the, in the kitchen? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to put the nightcap on. So He's like, no yeah. Top. You want to take your pants off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by the time, I, that ship's usually sailed by then. I'm getting old, boy. <laughs> that ship's, yeah, that uh, ship's gone, like brother. It's <laughs> <laughs> like trying gone. to push a wet noodle through a fucking thread needle. This podcast is rated R for... Don't watch it with your family. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
three. <laughs> Don't watch it with your family. Uh, 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 but but there's another thing. It's a different. It's just a different journey. It's a different time, and it's back to one of my original points. Um, the best always determines on the on the time. It the does. best is always relative. There's the a certain song place in time. Yep. Man, where I something know. will hit you. It's just you ask me on a different day. It's going to be yeah. different every time. Yep. I get it. Mm. I get it. I you know. But you know what got me thinking about that conversation was you guys talking about NF's happy and rain from from sleep token. Like what what are these what are these songs that put you in? And that just captivate you, you know, man. and it's funny because everybody it's way. so cool because like these two talked about Happy by NF and 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 all this and you know, how it kind of just transcends their way of thinking and all this and I'm like man that's how I feel about you know X Y and Z sleep token songs or just send me to another dimension but you know they don't feel that way. I mean, Preston more than Tyler because I think Tyler's kind of closer to me on the sleep token thing, but everybody just something hits them so hard. It's just, I mean, you know, like we were talking about it before the show, like Tyler and I were hanging out in the garage last night and the apparition by sleep token came on and I forgot like all about that song. And I've listened to it probably 50 times in the past 24 hours just because out of nowhere, like the lyrics just hit me like a fucking freight train. And I just, I mean, close my eyes and just, just feel every fucking word and hang on every word. And everybody out there has a song at a certain point in time, a certain point in your life that hits you like that. And it just, it, it will, it'll give you goosebumps, like legitimate chills to where you're like, you have almost an existential crisis. Like you, yeah. nothing you, around you matters. No, and it's it's yeah. it's the coolest, but also the most <clears throat> eerie feeling ever. And if you've never <clears throat> felt that, I feel sorry for you. Yep. You need to get in touch with your yeah. musical roots. Yep, yep. Because and, it'll and, make you a better, and, and, a more you know, well-rounded back person. To the first episode of this podcast ever. Oh and, God! And the message that I texted you right after. Uh, we had that same conversation, months, year. Uh, however many years ago before that when we were at college apartment drinking tons of bourbon listening to nutshell mm, smoking okay. pipes oh, not not that kind of pipe yeah, god yeah, damn it tobacco pipe tobacco pipe i'm a tobacco which is pipe fantastic why have you been on here three oh. times oh, oh well <laughs> love crack. i brought cigars the one time but i think i think i think i was told that we don't smoke out here anymore we don't smoke in here anymore. in here and uh so then i was like well i'm definitely not gonna bring a pipe neither because i Puff that thing up. If you're ever in Clayton, Ohio, suburb of Dayton, you got to go to Tom Letty's Pipe Shop. Handcrafted briar pipes. Got me into smoking pipe tobacco. I'll walk in with with a group of guys, uh, which brings me back to another point. Uh, with a group of guys, I walk in, and he says, you ever smoke a pipe before? I say, nope. He says, go in there and find something on the wall that you like. Grabs one, come in. I love it. Love it. We get down. I end up trying to buy another pipe from him and, and a ton of tobacco and he goes this one's on me the whole fucking order and i said dude i gotta give you something he goes i got you for life it's like that it is like that huh. it's, it's, I, I think about times all the time dude, dude he goes i got you i got I you got sucker. Your ass for life you're gonna be coming here and buying tobacco every fucking week <laughs> uh, love crack anyway <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh uh 
I can't tell you how many nights that I used to drive <laughs> home with my windows down and whatever vehicle Thanks, I was bro. driving at the <laughs> time. I went in my elbow. You just fucking ruined my cute story. <laughs> you asshole. I'm sorry. I just fucking caught COVID. Jesus I, uh, Christ. COVID's good. COVID's back, bro. We're going to be I've doing met. this. I've met. Yeah. Stick it up your butt. Do something. <laughs> just get it into your body. That's why I gave it to my horse. You're sixty. You're sixty years old. Uh, yes, yes, sir. No, I just, I just want to point out to all the listeners: this motherfucker turns to me and coughs right on me. I coughed into my fucking elbow, red I beard. I felt the the wind for each cough. It's because I got strong ass fucking lungs. Well, yeah. actually, cover your cough instead of hey, he's got a big arm. He'll, he'll huff take and it. He'll puff and he'll That's blow true. your cock down. <laughs> Tyler's boob is hanging out. Uh, What's up? Yeah. <laughs> What's anyway, back. Tyler's tits are so big that he has conversations with them individually. Back to the music, ladies and gentlemen. They're my only friends. I can't tell you how many bad days I had with the, the going home in whatever vehicle I'm driving. Windows down. It's a cool air blowing in, and it's nutshell on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We. Uh. Chase Dude, I just got chills. I just got chills. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you some chills later. Well, I'll play it for you. Uh, Y'all been saying some gay ass shit. <laughs> we started. We started. We started on Stop, down that path. That's gay. <laughs> uh, uh, we started down that path straight away. Yes, we did. Uh, yes, it wasn't very straight. Why I'm thinking? <laughs> why I'm thinking about? Why I'm thinking about straight away, bud? Why I'm thinking about that? I want to shout out a guy uh, that's been liking all your guys' shit. That's oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Kevin yeah. Kevin Riley, uh, he's a great guy. I was telling you guys at the beginning that uh, the Riley's basically, uh, I'm, I'm basically an honorary Riley in Dayton. Uh, Say that five times fast. Yeah. So <laughs> one of my best friends is his family. I'm always over at his house. He's kind of an old bachelor. Uh, he's the one I go to all the Ultra Bridge shows with. Uh, long story short, if you haven't listened in the past, I go to, Alter Bridge anytime they come around dating with, mm-hmm. with this guy Brandon. Big Alter Bridge guy. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's Big one of those Mark things where guy. like when I got to the point and maybe this is something we can talk about more later but when I got to the point in my life where I could go to shows uh, I never I felt I always felt guilty asking my parents for money to go to a concert when I was a kid. Like Same. Cause we barely like we you know, didn't do well you know and, and then it's even when I'm first starting out in, in my adulthood I'm I never wanted to. I always felt like I was wasting money on a concert. It's like so many other things. I felt like I was wasting money on. Sure. And as I get older, I realize that that was a dumb way to think about it. And uh, <clears throat> I don't want to miss opportunities to see bands that mean a lot to me. And Alter Bridge is one of those bands. And uh, you come to the Polaris show with us? I need to order my ticket. Okay. I actually need to go home and, and schedule this out. You better do that. On my way here, I almost bought the ticket. And I, mm-hmm. I knew this was going to come up. So they're not sold out yet. Good. No, I knew this was going to come up. And I was like, I have to go. Dude, it's 20 bucks. I have to fucking go. Yeah. Josh Hader's going. <laughs> to see well, my favorite band in the world. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's Currents, one of those Pale like, Dusk. How, yeah. how, many, how many times has Stained or Five Finger Death Punch or Disturbed or any, any of the bands that I was into a long time ago. How many times were they in Columbus when they were playing their hits? I could have went to every fucking yeah, show. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> but I never did. Yeah. We, we went to all our mains, and, and that changed my life. Like That made me want to go to the, the shows. The Newport. Yeah, that made me want to go to the shows, but I didn't because a cost thing. And so now that when Ultra Bridge comes around, me and, me and the B-Man and another Riley, we hit the show up. 
So yeah, big shout out to Kevin. Kevin uh, seems thanks, like a thanks a, for liking everything. A very now, a very loyal listener and for the listeners, Kevin makes cigar box 3D printed and hand carved guitars three to four strings. It's keyboard monkey. He also makes some cool uh, archery rigs or jigs for like fletching and stuff like that. <clears throat> Go check them out. So Kevin, hopefully uh, appreciate can, you, man. We can maybe get you a couple more cigar box orders and, and shit like that. Yeah, appreciate the interaction on social media. Appreciate yeah. you listening to, yeah. sir. Thank I'll, you. I'll make sure he he gets this. But uh, I think he listens oh, oh, quite regularly. Oh, what are we on with that? Well, shit? the one thing that I wanted to get to because I know that you and Tyler both had some shit in your notes, oh, and yeah, I yeah. want to make sure that we hit. Yeah, I want to make sure Tyler reads his. Notes. You know, Tyler. I know you had some shit, and I want to make sure that we uh, hit. Put that back. That's my I'm I'm ADD playing with it with my foot. You can have some foot water. Now you know I'm ADD. <laughs> Get out of the left lane, you stupid Asian bitch. <laughs> I don't even know why you are there. <laughs> On this week's episode of the uh, music monologue, you're not gonna get uh, any creed. Not, you're no not gonna creed. get original acoustic yeah. riffs no. between Tyler Scott and Chris Hollywood. Yeah. You're gonna get have you ever put butter on a cupcake? It's so freaking good. <laughs> I brought these gifts for you there up in my bum. Should have been there on a Sunday morning, making my hand. Let's go. Oh, oh fuck, <laughs> Tyler. I want to let you get to some of your notes, buddy, because you you, you had to step away to be a dad for a bit. So we want to want to just so listeners yeah. know, it was visible. It was visible thoughts on Tyler's face when I was going. Oh, down. I've been oh, screen watching him typing in his bullshit. notes. <laughs> oh, the whole bullshit about journeys and yep. anxiety and yep. and need and struggle mm. and he's much better so, than me uh, and Kyler he's, he's gonna, yes he is he's thoughts. gonna give it to us like this so yep. it's so it's like this <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to the pod and I realize how often I say that and I'm like I'm gonna put it to right, you like you, this you gotta you gotta like that's your thing now you, you gotta calm down on that no that's right. your thing Use it more intentionally. There you All go. right. Anyway, it's like this. So. <laughs> that was Look. so good. <laughs> um, I I live by the thought that life is about the journey, not the destination. Because Amen. there's there's one destination, and that's the fucking grave. And we're all headed there. Mm -hmm. The problem is we don't know how soon. And so I, I live, and, and this has been a problem for me the last two years. And I, I say problem kind of hesitantly, but it's it's been heavy on my mind for almost two years now. And it is the idea that I don't know how much time I have. And so I need to be more intentional with the way I spend my time. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not to say that every day has to be a great day. But it is to say that tomorrow uh, might not be, you know, tomorrow's never promised. Nope. And so, you know, when you're talking about these, these journeys that you have to go on, 
I think uh, I think a lot of people find themselves getting stagnant. Um, they they reach that that pinnacle of what they what they wanted. Like you could have chosen to gotten to that point in your life. You know, this is what I always wanted. Got the job you wanted. You know, you got the family, all that kind of stuff, and just said, "Well, this is it." Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, the you know, remaining 50 to 60 years of my life is just that. That's cool. So I peaked 50 years early. Fuck. <laughs> like, Put me in the you, fucking ground if I ever say anything like right, that. Right. So you could have, you know, you could have went into it with that mentality. And I think a lot of people do. A lot of people <clears throat> look at, um, you know, this. When you're looking at the 99 fucking percent of of people out there, not this one percent of you know bazillionaires and shit, um, you know most of us are like we want the good job, we want the family, we want the house, we want you know the nice cars, we want uh, to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. And once once we reach that, it's like, what now? Fuck! This is this oh is God. all life has to offer. Yeah. Like, this is a problem. Way. I feel that way daily now. And right. so it's finding these these ways to challenge yourself and challenge your life and, and give yourself that imaginary mm -hmm. dragon to slay that, uh, especially for men, I think we... It's It's been said by, you know, greater minds than me, for sure, that uh, this generation has no great war to fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that based mm -hmm. off that video I sent to you uh -huh. recently? Yep. And we I've don't. Heard, I've, heard it, I've heard it in a few other places. Yep. Shout too, out but, Zach Hummel. That's why we're fighting but, ourselves. Um, you know, he, mankind throughout its history, we we've been fighting for our fucking lives, yeah. and we've gotten to this point where it's almost too easy for us to reach this level of comfort that we can just be content with. Complacency, and we can uh, we find ourselves becoming stagnant. And so, I do believe finding ways to challenge yourself is is very important. What I will challenge people to do is not to uh, bite off more than you can chew. Oh yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> because that's where I find myself. Uh, Kyler mentioned, you know, I'm taking this next week off of work, and I I find that. Um, in many ways, I've bitten off more than I can chew with um, how I'm able to challenge myself in life. And a lot of it is, you know, shit out of my control. Like, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I got to deal with work, school, or not school, uh, kids. Um, kids going to school, working sports. with them on their schoolwork and then sports and just... Music, podcast. Music, podcast, and housework, gym. and gym, and having all these multiple goals, and trying to challenge myself too harshly in, in too many ways at once uh, can, can definitely be a problem. Um, but yeah, I do believe people need a challenge. I, I think you, you have to have, you know, Preston said something to me. And he said it multiple times, uh, but he, he first said it early on and us hanging out. <clears throat> people inherently need something to look forward to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, 
and I I bring it back to this sense of uh, there's been things I've been learning from religion, even though I'm not a religious person, and the 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 concept of hope and how powerful the concept of hope is uh, with the human existence, right? And you have to have some level of hope that things can be better, better than what you have. And so I think when you were talking about using anxiety and, and weaponizing it, <clears throat> I kind of bring it to hope in a sense. Um, as strange as that is, because I think you get anxiety from, from the unknown and and mm-hmm. hope the idea of hope is having faith that this unknown mm-hmm. is going to be positive so i'll ask you a quick question so i'm understanding you correctly if there was no hope would there be anxiety i think in order to quote unquote weaponize anxiety there needs to be you have to focus on the hope because look the the anxiety is often misunderstood um as as someone with anxiety i think of all the possibilities and where where anxiety becomes this negative thing is when you're thinking of the negative outcomes that could be. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I walk out of the house and I have this anxiety of, you know, it could be anything. Get hit by a car it could be anything outrageous as I walk out of my house and, you know, a drive-by shooter comes by. Well, I live on a very quiet fucking street in Washington Courthouse. Ain't gonna fucking happen. Right. Like, it's very unlikely. Um, but then there's also the realistic shit of, well, I'm headed to work now. I'm going to get in my car and I'm going to go drive on the highway. And because of the amount of time I spent on the highway, there's a very real chance that I don't make it home today. Mm-hmm. That is a very real possibility. And so you, you, the idea of anxiety is that you're stressing yourself out about these possible negative outcomes of the unknown. Hope is focusing on the positive possible outcomes of the unknown. So I think hope and anxiety are kind of two sides of the same coin. Yeah. And I think in order to weaponize anxiety isn't to technically use anxiety itself, but it's to flip the coin. Flip the coin to hope. And um, I guess I guess there's that piece of it, and I know I mentioned like the religious aspect of it. And I, I, I think know you it's, might be it's religious. Talked about it's talked about a lot in in religion, the idea of hope. Um, but it's always like hope in the Lord to do this. Yeah, and that's that that's, where I, that's where I that's where I struggle. And I'm like. A lot of it's the hope in the Lord to return so we can die. Yeah, well, like, we're, we're all know, aspiring bartenders here. You know, we just want to spew our drunken philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, um, you know, on that. My wife gets it. Now you all are getting it. 
on that uh kind of topic of religion i'm i want to i want to move it over to something else that you had mentioned over. that i think ties back into what i said earlier about time you know time is all we got yep. like, it's that's our most, most valuable asset. most valuable asset that we have and how we spend it is what's either going to determine whether we have regrets when we mm-hmm. are are oh, on that deathbed me. or are we going mm. to be okay with how we spend our time and you had mentioned you're going through these journeys and you're taking on these challenges and you come home from work and then there's this this brief period of time where you get to pick up your daughter, you get to say some bullshit to the wife, and then you go to war. Yeah. And hang on, bro. Hang on, let me grab this. Okay. Because <laughs> this is going to get interesting. All right. I love this idea of holding it up. Because that will remind me that I got something to fucking say. So you you have that time and then you started talking about the kind of three levels of love or or the you know whatever. (laughs) Uh that that's a uh, St. Thomas Aquinas uh kind of anyway. So you said number one is is yourself. And I think a lot of people will hear that and think it's it's selfish. It's egotistical. It's egotistical. Oh, you it's, love yourself in vanity? No, motherfucker. It, it is what it is, and, and you ignorant motherfuckers can think what you want. Yep. But here's here's what no, I have you. learned. This is our podcast, not your podcast. Here's, here's <laughs> what I have learned, and it was through a religious source. I think um, you might be religious. <laughs> I You know, I... I try to learn what I can from every. You're very spiritual. I think, I Are you think some a kind lot of closet Jehovah's Witness or something. <laughs> <laughs> Are, you, Are you some kind of closet Joseph's Witness? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but anyway, it's the. Are you trying to? I actually think I talked me? about this on the show. It, it, it was the idea of. Um, I think I was I was talking to mainly to Kyler about this idea of letting like god into your heart and that that whole yeah there was a conversation the whole concept you about the heart and the heart being the inner you and stuff like that and and what i learned from that conversation is that i never learned how to be loved mm-hmm. and because i never learned how to be loved i've always had a very hard time loving loving and so this idea of putting yourself first and loving yourself oh, first. Oh, that's a lesson that Tyler taught me years ago that ties I into yep. to everyone. Yep. Ties into this this thing that I told Kyler once that <laughs> on you the, have in the to bed be of my truck after getting home from the bar one the boys night. fall and yep. it was you have to be comfortable being with alone. yourself. You have to be comfortable with your own company being alone. <sighs> before you can offer that company to someone else. I will never forget that conversation. And so, I don't think you want it anymore. <laughs> and so you you talking done. about I'm done. that. You talking about that. Look, you you have to you have to continuously be working to better yourself. You have to continue on your journey because if you stop your journey 
at 23 because you graduated high, uh, you know college and you got the job that you wanted and you know maybe you married someone and you're starting to think about you know having kids and whatnot you're already fucking dead yeah if that's where you stop things you're already fucking dead and guess what right before you die your wife's probably going to leave Take the kid, take the house. Because you ain't You're going to lose your nothing. job because you're depressed and yeah. all that shit. Yep. All because you chose to to settle for this. This level. And so I'm not saying you have to level up to, to be a fucking billionaire or anything like that. But what I'm saying is you have to continue through your life challenging yourself and trying to get better. Um... In whatever way you see fit, I don't care what it is. Uh, you were talking about taking up archery, and it's like that—that that may seem so irrelevant in the grand scheme of life, but it's like, hey, there's this thing that I wanted to do, some way that I wanted to spend my time. The only fucking thing I have on this planet. There's this thing that I want to use my time to get good at. And that is this journey. That is this fight you take on. That is this challenge you take on. And you also mentioned how your wife is so understanding of that. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> That's real. But here's, here's how I'm going to bring it back to my situation is I chose to take this week off work because I have so many of these things that eat away at me every single day and i'll bring it back to the whole point of this fucking podcast being music i have music in my head mm -hmm. that i simply do not have time to get out of my head and so i feel like an absolute fucking schizophrenic crazy person because i have shit in my head that completely consumes the essence of who i am and what i am as a human being and i can't get it the fuck out because i don't have the time to do so and as weird as it sounds i read a fucking horoscope of myself last night i ain't even gonna get into how I we got there that type of girl, but bro. um i never really got into <laughs> I that he was that type of girl bro uh i never really got into that shit for whatever reason Topic of conversation led us that way, talking about my fucking zodiac sign bullshit. Like, whatever. <laughs> let me Dude, take my hat. But anyway, let me take my hat. Well, listen, <laughs> let me take my hat up an octave for this one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now it's the ass. Listen, he but, just uh, put a capo on the cap of his hat. But anyway, this this horoscope read uh, in in Same part thing. something along Fuck the lines it. of having faith, um, and. Uh, working towards like inner talents or some shit like that. And as soon as I read that, and this was just last night, um, a beam of light it, came it down. Really, it really struck home with me considering the whole reason why I needed to take some time off. And I think if, if anyone in your life, you know, is expecting some of that time, but they also love you they oh, you know man. respect you as a person they they are going to understand 
that you cannot focus on them or anything else until you get that shit out of your fucking head. Mm-hmm. Miles away. Miles you know away? what song I'm talking about? Miles away. It's a uh, uh, shit. Well, the word the the Kellen Kellen Quinn Kellen Quinn and Jesus. Well, Kellen Quinn's with fast. Sleeping with Sirens. No, it's but, not Sleeping with Sirens. He's featured on it. Yeah. Uh, shit. But when I think of the term "miles away," obviously I think. Uh, Memphis Mayfire. You're just not there. Yep. It's Memphis you know? and Kellen. Yep. I keep wanting to say something else. It's Memphis Mayfire, and that concept resonates with me so much, and it's such a difficult concept for some for, for a significant other to understand. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to have some great jobs with great people and and be a part of great organizations and and also be dedicated to multiple different things at a time. <clears throat> Everyone wants something, wants some time from me. I'm not. Everyone's well, watching. It's 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 not see like what you do. the the line in Miles Away that brings tears to my eyes to this day. I can't listen to it, or I'll get emotional. How am I supposed to be everything yep. they expect me to, to be? be. When I feel so alone because I've left my heart at home, mm. dude, dude. Look, that's gonna bring me f- over to another point I was gonna make about what you was talking about. Go, <laughs> continue, but I, that, that's continue. that's it. That's that's it for me because now I'm at a point, and it's a metal song or a metal-ish song. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's genres of music that fall probably under this listeners, these podcast listeners blend, but. When I used to be on the road for work all the time was when that song came out and it was it was like bring me to my knees type of feeling because I was gone for five days at a time. Just got married, just bought just moved in together, just bought a house, and I'm in fucking Iowa, Wisconsin, DC, Florida. My wife had no idea where I'm at, no idea what I'm doing. Bitching at me because something's going on at the house. And I'm miles away. Mm. It's crazy. But now, now I'm in a, a I'm spot where I'm about to kiss my fucking pride. Uh, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> but, but, I, really, I have listened. Huh? He just said that. Why Bro, did you I'm, that just, to him? Hey, I'm just sitting here, even, man. I didn't even do nothing. To you, man. I want to make maybe a constructive point. Uh, I've been busting my ass, building the most hours I've ever built. Um, I got a toddler. I've I've learned three songs on guitar in the last couple months. Uh, I do I do the best I can to watch every UFC with my buddies. I go to try to go to shows when I can. I try to be all these places to be. And by the way, I'm building a fucking house with, by myself, a house by myself. A barn dominium. A uh, couple a couple days in the last two weeks, miles away has been my anthem mm. because. Because the feelings at home are getting, there's more tension, and sure. I, I have to make I have to explain it all the time. Hey, it's six o'clock. Where you at? There's there's 14 people that are expecting something out of me that aren't that I'm not living with. But our lifestyle goes away if they don't like something that I that I didn't do that yeah. I did you know yeah. or didn't do or didn't do. I got to be everything I can be for them. 
I got to be everything I can be building this house. I got to be it. And so many things in my life, so many things in my life, I'm not good at doing. Like we've entered the last third of the pod. It's that time. I'm, I'm, I'm not good at, uh, getting in contact with old friends. And I'm so disappointed in that. This podcast has been helping me out do that. I get to reconnect with a couple old ones, kind of new one, but so many people expect so much out of you all the time. And that's what makes me still need metal. Cause I, I have those little daily journeys now where somebody expects something out of me here. Somebody expects something out of me there. And at the end of the day, I might throw on some Logan Halstead and kick back a bourbon. But in the morning, I got to throw on that Polaris to get my happy ass out of, out of bed and get to work. Just do it, Tyler. All right. So That's, look, yeah. <clears throat> all right. So you you've talked about how metal is like that uh, that Monday morning music. That uh, all right. It's it's time to get to the grind. It's it's time to get on this journey to get to the next level. Be better, whatever. And then and then where you really got me is is you brought the kids into it. You t- you started talking about how how important it is to you that that you're involved with your little girl's life because you're seeing these you know these boys nowadays these kids and how they act and it's like I don't I don't want that you know even young men nowadays it's like Jeez. I don't want that for for my little girl and and how it changed the outlook on uh, you know how you view that kind of stuff and. I'm on the other side of that. I have young young boys that I'm I'm raising. I don't know what's worse. How uh, how I have to make sure. Wow, we got we do have two girl dads and two boy dads here. Fuck, That's, dude. I, I just thought know. about that. I don't know which gives me more anxiety. <laughs> sorry, so, Tyler. I'm sorry. No, you're good, man. You're good. And so, something that's been very important to me in life. Uh, since I had kids, I had my first kid. I was just turned nineteen. You know, um, no one was born. I I'd been nineteen for like a few months, man, and I was in the Navy with a brand new wife, kind of a brand new job, career, all that kind of stuff. Like there was a lot of new happening, and I was about to start school. So there, there was a lot going on there, but uh, something that's always been very important to me in being a parent is teaching my boys how to be men. And I took this Thank very God. seriously at a young age, but I did it wrong. And so I had this, this idea in my head where it's like, my job as a parent, as a father, is to teach these boys to be men. So that when they turn 18, I moved out at 17. But when they turn 18, they are prepared to face the world. They're prepared to have that 10-year-old now. But... Where I fucked up is I treated it as a fucking job. Oh, wow. Mm. I never thought about it. Like that. My job as a parent is to do this. 
but when I look back at how I spent the the last 10 years of my son's life parenting full of regret because of the way I spent that time and the way that uh, you know to the point I was making earlier I was not uh, parenting to their heart and uh, having to raise these boys in a split home and we we talked earlier about how uh, you know kids are so resilient but having been raised in a split home myself and trying to work through the issues that that caused that went unknown 26 27 years before I started to realize it and as I I've been you know raising these kids in this split home I had these ideas in my head of you know this is the way we should do it because this is the way I feel having grown up in that situation I feel I can I can relate to their situation more so than you know people who haven't like their mother um not to discount you know her parents relationship and all that shit but like her parents were together until after she moved out you know and uh so i had these ideas of how things should be done and it it wasn't always correct <clears throat> and i will say that these kids are fucking hard asses like they are resilient but there are things that uh we often don't realize and i will say to bring this back to again the podcast and music i turned to music because i couldn't turn to my parents mm. damn I turned to music because the way I grew up in that split home and the, you know, the way I wasn't taught uh, emotional intelligence, the way I wasn't, uh, you know, raised in, in this family where, you know, not to say I didn't feel loved, but never really felt like anyone cared to know the inner me the the heart as we have we have talked about um and because i grew up like that i never knew how to let people in including my kids Dude. and because i haven't allowed my kids to really love me the real me not just you love your dad because you're supposed to love your dad but because you love who i am and because I don't let them in, I find often they don't let me in. And that bothers me a lot. These, these listeners got to listen to the Chris Hollywood show that you guys had and then the uh, Metal Rushmore. So I'm thinking about just those those, those ideas. From, from they, You guys talk about this 
these topics on the show that kind of tie it back into it. some of this conversation might make more sense if you go back and listen to those. But it, it brings me to a story that gives me some hope. I like hope. <laughs> so, hope is good. All the, all, the, all, the, all the listeners know that I'm a uh, Alter Bridge fan, and that, that might be sissy girl pop to some of these people who might listen to this show, but... Uh, Love Mark Germani. Uh Your allergies are kicking your dick are. in, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to laugh or I was going to cry. So <laughs> right, we, we go down to the recent show they had in Cincinnati, and me, Brendan, and uh, uh, Brendan's cousin, or me and two buddies. We, <laughs> me and Billy. It, these are my There was two know. friends. <laughs> I do not rebase <laughs> cocaine. Have you ever seen that video? <laughs> Jamie, pull up wizards. Oh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, Listen, you guys got to subscribe to Patreon. We've got to hire us a Jamie like Joe Rogan has. Jamie, pull up wizards. <laughs> uh, I play distance. <laughs> Jamie, play play distance. So we're at the we're at the Alter Bridge show in Cincinnati, like always, or Indianapolis, whichever one, pick, pick one. But uh, uh, we're standing up, jamming. And what, what really, this really started during the Seven Dust show. If you haven't seen Seven Dust live, dude, they. I haven't seen them live. They took but me back to 2009. I was yeah. beating my head yeah. off the dash. But uh, there was a little girl, couldn't be older than 10. She had to wear the pink ear earmuffs like your own lawnmower because it's still too loud for her. Dad, Dad was responsible. Jumping. Head banging, Love throwing it. up the horns, and us three are like, "This is fucking great." So, in between the acts, Dad turns around, and we start shooting the shit. Or afterward, this was after we're walking out, and we're like, "Man, she's a trooper. She's still up. She was going wild. This this is a long concert." He goes, "Yeah, she loves this shit. Honestly, she loves Seven Dust. I, we, I wanted to come for Alter Bridge. She wanted to come for Seven Dust." And we're like, oh, where are you from? Oh, we're from Beaver Creek. We're right down the road from us. God damn. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're, so we shot the shit and talked. And I said, hey, I got a, I got a, at that time, 18, 19 month old. Uh, she loves music already, straight away. I'll be playing guitar. And if it's a song she knows, like she can recognize it. This is kind of this is actually really cool. I'm just realized how cool this is. <laughs> He's got the she, biggest shit eating grill. She recognizes right some of the songs. Like I'll play and I'll be learning something and she won't recognize it. But there's a couple songs. Is that Baby Shark, Dad? <laughs> Dude. Metalingus? Dad, she play Miss will, Rachel. <laughs> she will start headbanging. Baby, put your pants on. Oh, pants on. <laughs> Oh, now I'm going to cry because I miss my kid. Wheel- Fuck my life, bro. <laughs> wheels on the bus. That'd be playing in our house 24-7, 365. Ain't no banger like wheels Eloise on the like bus. like Miss Rachel, bro. Oh, my oh, yeah. God. Miss Rachel, thanks for raising my D- kid. Dude, Miss Rachel, <laughs> thank you for your nipple piercings and raising my kid. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> anyway, Ellie will listen to a couple songs in particular. She got the head banging the other day. Fell flat on her face, bawling. I had to put the fucking guitar up. Her. I was like, God damn it. Anyway, I said, back to the guy at the concert, I said, uh, dude, I, I hope my daughter likes this. I hope my daughter's into yep. this stuff too because that would be great. And she already is. She, 
She used <clears> to. I I'm not making this up, and neither is Brittany. She might be, but um, she used to kick Brittany's belly when she was inside when we were listening to Metallica. I swear to God. We, my, also, Kyler, at your wedding, you better do this or or I'm fighting you. One of my buddies, uh, T. Wentz, shout out T. You're going to be waiting a long goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> wedding, wedding for me, bro. I'm well, 0 for 2 on engagements. Well, okay? <laughs> uh, you know, it's 21st century. You might find a nice guy out there or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are listening to Sleep Token for fuck's sake. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, well, he killed our host. So. <laughs> well, we did play Smears of anyway, Queer before this whoa. episode. T Wentz. <laughs> Come to his... think of it, I did have the Polo lock. <laughs> listen oh, listen yeah. to this. Listen to how metal this is. My buddy, he, he was backup quarterback at our, our, at our college. He got married, and he and his slow mom. Slow mom. God, I'm too drunk. Slow. <laughs> it's over. Did you say slow mom? It's over. His mom slow danced. He and his mom slow danced. His mom was not slow. slow as fuck. Him and his slow mom danced. She was actually pretty fast. He was throwing fades around the parking lot. I'm like, damn, no wonder T Wentz got good. Anyway, him and his slow mom danced. (laughs) Now I got the hiccups because I choked. It was Metallica. Wow. They don't ask me why. So close, no matter how. That's exactly 100%. I knew that's what it was. I was like, this is so cool. And then I'm like, why would he be slow dancing with his mom to this song? Like, I don't know. And and maybe I might be just like shitting on a really cool story here. So I might have to actually text him and be like, "Hey, what what was that about?" <laughs> it's probably, dude. It'll probably be something that'll make me cry. But uh, maybe I need to text him and be like, "Hey, I was recently on this Screaming Idiot show and." Uh, listen, I was recently talking about yeah. talking you, to you these and your idiots. slow mom. Great fucking wedding. Great fucking wedding. <laughs> hey, great, dude, anytime you get the old fucking football guys back together, it's a great time. But uh, uh, Who do you prefer, though? Your college football buddies or your high school football buddies? You fuck. be real fucking careful with how you answer this question. <laughs> I wish, you know what I wish? I wish, I wish everyone could have had the same experiences together. Yeah, well, some of us weren't as talented. Well, okay. well I, I get that, but like, I wish you, I, I wish my center from high school, Robert Cruz, Booby. was got to hang out with my center from college, who taught me everything I know about football, Chris Hankey. Yeah, I get that. Like, I get that. I wish, I wish that, I wish that he knew you and you knew him, because both both <clears throat> sets of guys, I would kill for which there's another great story but we can talk about this one after the podcast I didn't want to get you on, on a, off the tangent uh, I was just curious I do have a way to wrap up mm. all of what I was talking about you've done about. a good oh, job yeah. because we've rambled a lot so bring it that was a really good question Kyler you know we're 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 talking about how metal and you know hard rock and this this music that we listen to invokes emotion and meaning and you know it's thought provoking and stuff like that last week i drop off i i guess to start off throughout the day my phone hates me and 
if I if I go too far to the left, it'll sometimes bring up this whole fucking thing on my phone, and sometimes it'll it'll show like uh, little slideshows <clears throat> of my uh, past photos. It'll do you know this time last fall or um, you know memories with this particular person because you know technology is getting scary and it memorizes my kids faces and shit and <clears throat> throughout that day my phone kept hitting me with these and it was it was around my kids and more particularly my youngest one Luke and it was showing me a lot of pictures of him being a baby and throughout the years of him being a baby, you know, his first couple of years were really the hardest years of my life. And I really didn't get to enjoy those those times with him very much. And so we drop off my oldest son at football practice and then we get home and he's, you know, obviously he wants to play his video games. He wants to do all these things. And, and before I let him. And I understand why he does those things. It's his escape. But before I let him, I, I sat and I talked to him. I'm like, come here. We're, we're going to talk for a minute. And the lesson I wanted to teach him was not to take time with people you care about for granted. And I'm going to bring this back to music, so hold on. And I, I start explaining, I, I show him some of these pictures and I explain to him, like, son, you, you may be a little too young to understand this, but, you know, there's, there's a lot of time of your life that I didn't get to enjoy with you the way I should have. And I've had multiple conversations with my kids about how I, uh, daddy's not always right. The way daddy behaves isn't always the right way. Um, and daddy's always learning. Daddy's always trying to get better. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, set the mood for us, dog. Um, and, you know, talking with him a little bit about how those years were and, uh, he started crying And, you know, uh, when you guys started talking about kids being resilient and being able to deal with either parents splitting up or, you know, daddies at work a lot, you two both are kind of in that same situation. Kyler, I'm sure you can relate. But uh, kids do remember that, and they, they don't always know how to deal with it in a healthy way. And I, I haven't had the opportunity to teach my kids how to deal with that in a, in a positive way. But, you know, like I said earlier, I turned, I turned to music. And I turn to music now because the music that we listen to, this thought-provoking, this stuff that really... Uh, Pulls on your heartstrings at times. Excuse me. Um, to help me make sense of my emotions, to help me conceptualize those emotions into a manner 
to which that I I now know what the enemy is. I now know what I what journey I have to take and what uh, battle I have to fight um, to get to the point. You know, I could deal with it. And right now, the biggest issue in in my life is emotional intelligence and understanding what I am going through and and what I need to work on with myself and then also how that relates to the relationships around me and I think uh, that's why honestly I have been listening to a lot of Sleep Token lately Um, because lyrically some of the stuff that he talks about I you know definitely seems to connect with my current situation so bringing it back to you know what you listen to you know situationally creed is always in the playlist um but uh you know i've i i think uh music music like that always always makes me reflect on myself and I know you've kind of talked on a previous yeah. episode about like, you know, looking yourself in the mirror and, you know, the these these songs that we listen to and, and the way that these guys are, you know, for me trying to let my kids in and be more emotional and get to a more vulnerable state with them, I think listening to the type of music we listen to these guys that are writing this music are getting vulnerable to the point where they're sharing this shit with thousands and thousands of people and i struggle sharing with two young fucking kids yeah or potential significant other or anything like that i struggle expressing emotionally to like one person and these yeah. guys are doing it on such a level and knowing that like Sleep Token there, lead vocalist had a song that he was performing live and like tears are streaming down his face. So you know that that song has such an emotional meaning to him that he is expressing something very deep of himself. And I have been learning how to do that with other people so that, you know, me trying to learn how to be loved, me trying to learn how to love. Um, music has been my way of, of finding the, the healthy way of doing all that. Yeah. Something that you said that struck a bulb for me was the, uh, like we know the enemy now. War's not over. That's what it was for me. Like war was over for me. Like I, I, I like I said, I had everything I ever wanted. And somehow still depressed. Somehow still upset about unsatisfied. And it's like why? So well, the war ain't over, bud. That was just a little battle. Yeah. And back to the <clears throat> beginning of the conversation from the beginning of the show. I'm in a new journey right now. And I needed this Polaris album to be an anthem to this little journey I'm on right now. <laughs> I'm gonna wrap it all up. And 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 Put it was so bow on it. also it was so well constructed that they take you on a journey on that album. Absolutely. 
All right, real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I don't have much more to add. The battle. And and I think what it is is you have to define your battle. You have to define the war. So when you thought you had gotten everything you wanted, when you got the job, when you got the wife and the family and all that stuff. Sorry. Yes, you had what you wanted. But the fight wasn't over because you were fighting the wrong battle. Ooh. Ooh. Because the true battle, and I'm going to bring us back to what I said earlier, the true battle is that everyone... Not everyone. You want to know that your time on this earth was spent well. Oh. And you want, whether it, you know, has meaning to other people or meaning to yourself, you, you, you have to feel the real battle is that you want to feel that, you know, all life is is time. That's it. Your time here on earth, that's all life is. Boil it down to that one simple concept and the fight becomes clear. The fight is that I, I have to fight every day to feel okay with how I spent my time. Dude, I'm telling you that no one else in any genre of music is going to talk like this about the music that they mm -hmm. care about. No. Nope. And I want to tell you something on the way Music over. helps me define when I, look at all these, what makes what, what <coughs> I want to spend my time we've on. We've touched on a lot of my notes here. Those are like individual lines. Um, but on the way over, I was thinking about kind of this these current journeys that I'm on and, and uh, the music and that, that kind of concept. And you, you struck a chord with me earlier about regret. And I don't know if it was... A chord, you say? <laughs> he struck a chord. <laughs> you can't help himself. Uh, uh, where's Scotty at? Uh, anyway... Um, I've always been extremely introspective about my music. I said that earlier. I've always been extremely self-reflective. But one thing that as I learn more about different philosophies, for example, Stoicism, I've always contemplated my eulogy. Uh, mm. Man, that would be a great fucking song concept. You know, you're contemplating your eulogy. Uh and parts because of different points in times in my life, I wanted people to say that I was great at different things. And the thing that happened, I don't know if it was earlier, but I really started living it during COVID was I don't want to have any regrets. I don't want to think about, Hey, uh, cause I got a couple of regrets, but I don't want to have any real regrets anymore. Moving forward. I always wanted to do archery. They fucking do it. I always wanted to pick the guitar back up again. Fucking do it. Why Why can't I? Why can't I? I, I want to build a house. I want to build it by myself. I want to be able to say, I built this with my own bare hands and my Fuck family yeah, lives in it. Why can't I do that? Why can't I say, Why? there's no reason. <coughs> there's, there's no, I don't want to have any regrets. I want to, if there's a quote from Socrates or Plato that talks about every man should 
be able to experience what his full physical potential is, that, that full realization of, of yourself, your, your physical capabilities. I, I want to feel that. And if there's one thing my kid walks away with, I don't give a fuck if they like metal music or not. They probably will because it'd be a crazy motherfucker like me or what. I just want them to know that I. this is the one thing I care about in my eulogy now. I want them to know that that I did everything I said I was going to do and I did everything I could and I realized the maximum full potential of my life that I could have at that point in time. And I wasn't just chasing money. I wasn't just chasing time with family or friends. That I, that I like, I want to create a mythology. Mm-hmm. Everyone has an own personal mythology around themselves. You know, every... I tell my mom when I talk to my mom about this because my mom really is kind of a badass and, and her her brothers and sisters are too. When they were kids, they, they managed a 10-acre garden. That's a big-ass <laughs> big garden. I swear to God, the people used to come from all over to get shit from them. And... Um, I tell my mom I tell my mom every day I say say, every time we tell that story that garden gets bigger (laughs) that's mythology that's your own personal mythology every time you tell your story it gets more epic and more epic Uh each time in reality your story is probably not that interesting but to your ego that epic is extremely important sometimes good sometimes bad I think ego can be very helpful in a moment where you're in in the depths and you got to remind yourself i tell myself this is what this is my phrase when i'm having a bad day i'm that motherfucker mm. i'm him i'm himothy yeah I'm, him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that motherfucker and you know what music i turn to when i need to know i'm that motherfucker and you've been here before is that same anthem i go back to all the time i've been here before just Yo, put the metal on, on yeah, a little bit. No just, long. Just put the metal on and, and grit your teeth and go. Yeah. And, and and you just just a reminder that you are that motherfucker. You did that. Do it again. What if you didn't do nothing? Do something. And do it again. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, some simple concepts. I'm going to be that motherfucker. <laughs> the math ain't math. I mean, <laughs> shit like this. Shit like this is why we continue to have Derek come on the show because yeah. I feel like we have some of the. Fucking best conversations. Oh, when. dude, and there's a, there's a few in my notes that we didn't quite hit. Well, that's why you come on the show. Here's here's every... one here's one very important one that may, maybe we can wrap it up. Maybe Let's we, wrap it up. Oh, I bring... would I would like to make sure Navery gets a shout out. Navery out, out of Dayton. Right? Yep. Yeah, it's a great punk pop band. Uh, Time the Valuator. I sent you guys a song from them. I think I can't remember. Ooh, I don't know. Oh, sure. No, I didn't send it because Kyler's shaming me. He said, you listen to some weird shit. You do listen to some and I'm weird like, shit, bro. I know, bro. dude. I really do. I got on a fucking loop. Give me that fiddle. I got on a loop the Nigger other turn. day. Yeah. And Are you going to finger pick it? I kept listening to I got a Time, The Valuator. Oh, I came across Here. them because Mateo did a song with them. Okay. Mateo That's why Novelist? I sent you that text message. Yeah, from Novelist. Yeah. I sent Preston a text message saying, I love everything <laughs> he touches. You can't yeah. play the same everything song you played on the touches. Hollywood episode. I know you really want to play it. You can't play that song. Valiant Hearts. I think I've talked about them on the show before. They're another kind of weird band. But that's that's what... The algorithm around Mateo is what got me to Shredders and all this weird shit. Yeah, well, I mean, I get that. The sax thing and... Yeah. Uh, <coughs> just a little different style of metal. So I want to give a shout-out to those bands. Um, I did listen to The World Alive for the first time. Yeah, the baby. Because you guys... 
this show. Have you checked out Holding Absence yet? Oh, I have. I have a couple of their songs on my on my life. Okay. I don't know if you, them if you check, the, check them out yet. But uh, let me tell you about something that needs to become a hashtag for the show. Okay. Screaming idiots in the wild. Yeah, baby, screaming idiots in the wild. Every huh? time I post a picture in public with my shirt, my screaming idiot shirt. First of all, order a screaming idiot shirt. We had uh, some screaming idiots in the wild at the Scarecrow <laughs> Festival this weekend. Exactly, so, bro. Yeah, baby. Get you a shirt. Go to a concert, take you a picture, and that picture says hashtag, hashtag screaming, screaming idiots, idiots in the wild. Yep. yep. We'll make sure that we if if you do that, we will post it on our. And account, this is what's so. going to happen to you. We'll make you famous. You're going to go to a little brewery in Cincinnati. It just opened up March first. Oh, I got to come back to Warpoint later. Hawthorne Heights beer, Warpoint. Remind me. Uh, but go to March first in Cincinnati. Wear your screaming idiot shirt. This is fucking hilarious. So we we went to March first before the Alter Bridge show. I had my screaming idiot shirt on. Bartender comes up and goes, it's like Beavis and Butthead. That's kind of funny. What is that? And I was like, yeah, it's my 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 buddies have a podcast, and it's about, and she, and she's just, oh, what it's about. And I said, uh, metal music. She's like, metal? And I was like, yeah. Like, and I started you know, kind of saying some stuff, and I'm like, actually, we're in show to see, we're in town to I'm all fucked up. We're in town to see the Alter Bridge and Seven Dust show. She goes, Seven Dust is in town? I said, yeah. She walks away. Mind you, I'm with my two other buddies who see my wife constantly, particularly Brendan. And she walks away. She comes back, walks by us to go take somebody else's order, throws her phone out on the bar in front of me, and... The two guys look at me and they're like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I have no idea what this is about. I look over at the phone and it's the band, uh, uh, enemy. I've heard of yeah. enemy. Yeah. Out of Cincinnati. E-N-M-Y. Yeah. 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 Scotty knows them. Yeah. She goes, you ever hear these guys? She comes back around. The guys that fucking sit next to me thought that she was like giving me her number or something. Right. Yeah. They're like, bro, you're fucking married. And I'm like, ah, I swear to God, this has never happened in my entire life. I don't know what to do. <laughs> she I just, don't know why I'm doing. But she just threw her phone out in front to say like, oh, hey, check out this music. And then I'm like, check out the show. When I picked up her phone, though, the last thing she was listening to was Parkway Drive. <laughs> that, was, that was That's crazy. And I, I was just like, wow, dude, this, this, there really are people out there craving a community. Yes. Yeah, man. Metal. Yes. Yep. There is. And, and I think that's such a driving force for this yeah. show and why we, why we continue to do what we do and put the hours in the late night hours on a Sunday night um, when we've all got to work in the morning. Except Tyler. 4 30. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's uh, it's because we want to to continue to build, create, and build that community for everybody. And like tonight's show is a perfect example. Like it doesn't all have to be directly about music because it's about real life too. But it all ties back to music. Yeah. So yeah, like you said earlier, Derek, it's the greatest variety podcast ever. Really so. Is. We try to make you laugh. We try to make you cry. We try to make sure you learn something and feel involved and feel loved and feel like you're a part of something. Yeah, they're really, I think, 
the community that I feel like, to go back on an earlier point, that I could have been more intentional to create with some of those people that maybe I didn't have those relationships with, like Tyler Heidi, we can do it now. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, almost, I almost feel a certain responsibility to yeah. make sure I share you guys' shit every time I see it because who knows who this is going to get out to to... to that may be like me who are stuck in that rut where they they lost away a little bit musically or, or just in general. Mm-hmm. We just want to, you know, not everybody needs help, but if people need help and, and we can provide that, then that's what I want. If people need just a, an outlet and escape, then we want to be that. If but, people need some new music, they can be like, Preston always was to me, fucking showing me novelists, showing me more stuff. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we like to provide, we, we tend to provide some some music to folks too. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I hope somebody pause the show and listen to Navery. Pause now, listen to Navery, come back and finish it up. Yeah, there'll be like 30 seconds left, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't miss the outro of the show. It's like, you know, one of the best, the best parts. Because it's over. You don't have to listen to us <laughs> Derek, thanks for coming back, man. Dude, I, Thank I tell you, you what, anytime I. Anytime you need, we'll work it out. We'll make it happen. Uh, so I wish I could do more to help you guys out. Well, you're, you're I stay a, off social media a lot, but I'm going to share you, everything I can. Yeah. You're a permanent uh, fixture on the show now, so you don't yeah. have a choice but to come back Good. at minimum by seasonal. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we appreciate your, your contribution to the show, your support, your, um, you know, never-ending, like, fucking crusade to get yeah. us out there to people and and we appreciate that more than you know man and um we try to pay you in pizza and bourbon i know that's not much but yeah. if positive grid ever reaches back out yeah, you know you're gonna have grid. to get Let's a proceed go you know, Come pro- on, proceed grid. of that so folks i uh you know we're at the midway point of season five here and just just uh, super thankful you know we're closing in on five thousand downloads across all platforms and uh, downloads, views, streams, whatever you want to call wow. it. And just super, super thankful for that. You know, I don't, I've lost track of how many states, um, how many different countries, you know, all over the world that, that people are just listening to a bunch of Southern Ohio boys that, uh, started a podcast and, and, you know, that means more to us than, than you guys and gals will ever know. So I just want to thank, uh, again, and as always thank each and every one of you for, for your continued support and, um, you know, without without you guys, it would not be possible for us to continue this this journey that we're on. So back to the uh, original theme. So again, uh, want to go ahead and you know, quick plug all of our social medias. Make sure you follow all of our socials: uh, YouTube, Instagram, tw- uh, TikTok, not Twitter, Facebook um, at TSIS Podcast, or just search the Screaming Idiots Show. If you want to binge the content, be like Derek, hop over on Patreon, five Do bucks it. a month, gets you instant access to the entire season. Um, so please feel free to do that. If you want a t-shirt, please reach out to us on any of our social platforms. We will make sure that we get you a shirt. Um, size is small to 3X. We need to get some 4X for, for, for yeah, Big Randy needs that tall T. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so we're, we're working on that, but please feel free to reach out and as always, thank you guys again so much. We love you. We appreciate you. And until next time, we are the Screaming Idiots. We'll see you next week. Peace, love, dove. Yeah, yeah. This is getting good. You guys know that? Do you guys know that for real? I'll be for real. You guys know this shit's getting good. I hope so.